Hello everybody, I'm Garnbreak1, and this is Midgardia RPG's Halloween Marathon. Uh, today we are raising money, not for our normal bevy of charitable causes, but so that our, uh, our DMs can, you know, continue eating food and having lights and a roof over their heads, which are a requirement to various charitable causes. Uh, we'll be running for about 12 hours today, and first up we've got Rhapsody of Blood, run by the lovely Pi. Oh, and uh, before Pi does her intro, I would just like to thank uh, Roll20, our sponsors. Their, the Roll20 is the virtual tabletop that we use for pretty much everything. It has a bevy of wonderful features like uh, dynamic lighting, uh, a character compendium that makes character creation really easy, and its own marketplace and all that fun stuff. Um, yeah, thank you, Roll20. Hi, right, would you like to tell us about our first game? Sure. And I feel kind of bad because you thanked Roll20 for compendium, but it also allows you to do custom sheets like what you're going to be using today since there's some sheets for the other legacy games that, we're in, that uh, Jay has made, but not for Rhapsody that I know. Not that I can chase that now. But anyway, we're going to be playing Rhapsody of Blood, which is, I believe Jay called a love letter to Castlevania, was it? Correct. And you are some explorers, and this, this looming building has been out in the distance for as long as anybody can remember. Local kids dare each other to go see as far as they can go into the forest, poke the door and run away. Uh, it's frowned upon to do that because most of them don't come back, and the ones that do don't come back the same. It, it'll be great. Uh, I've given our characters, or our players today, some pre-gens, and some of it needs to be uh, expanded upon, and we're going to do that on stream here. But before we get into that, why don't we have Zeus themselves? And if you want to give um, what you know about your character, you can do that as well. Alright, uh, I'm Jesus. I'm here to play Rhapsody. Uh, my character is the Tainted One, so they have been uh, affected by the dark powers of the castle, and that's pretty much all I know right now, so pretty excited to find out what's going on. <laughs> uh, Garm, what what did you pick? Uh, I will be playing the Mastermind. I'm here because I hear that there's treasure I can steal. There, There are many treasures. There are probably some otherworldly treasures, but most notably, some valuables from the local towns have also gotten it. Some of it's just things like the town elder's lucky moonshine jar, and some of it is more to the effect of the general store's entire coffers. So, depending on what you find, you could bring that back, you could be a hero, or you could just resell it, and maybe they won't like you. It'll be fine. So... On your sheets, you have already the uh, stats for iron, glass, sulfur, mercury, and let's see here. Do you want me to give you guys a rundown on any, or do you want me to jump into what you need to pick out to do your? Yeah, we'll figure it out as we go. Okay. All right, Garm. I guess we'll start with you, uh, mostly first. because I'm already on your page. Just one sec. All right. Yep. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, all right. So what what do I need to do? Dungeon, uh, game mask, grabs the. Whatever you are. <laughs> Rap station. So, Rhapsody of Blood is built upon Legacy, which is itself built upon, uh, powered by the Apocalypse. And I know they have a term for it, and I don't remember what it is. But first thing you need to do is choose your weapon. You have, if you open your little abilities on the right, you can either get a sharp dagger or you can get a crossbow. And both of those have a perk and a flaw to them because they're your basic weapon. 
Alright, yeah, so my sharp dagger has piercing and close, and my crossbow has uh, ranged and reload. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the sharp dagger. Alright, so piercing and close means that you can penetrate armor and thick hides, and close means that you need to be within arm's reach of an enemy. Alright, dangerous but effective. Well, dangerous both to me and to them, I suppose. Well, no, dangerous to both you and to them would mean if you rolled a six on the attack, you also take a harm. That would be painful. You probably don't want to pick one of them. That's true. Alrighty, so let's see here. Now normally here, one of the other founders helped you find a wondrous treasure, which I, I don't know how to tell you this, but it's going to be Jesus. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to know, what is it that they helped you find? Uh, actually, they say that what, what they helped me find, I just get to the side that they helped me find something. Ah, right, I can read. Jesus, uh, you helped... You helped Garvey's character find something very valuable and, and wonderful. What what was it? I helped Garm's character find uh, the hide of a long uh, thought to be extinct animal or mythical animal. <laughs> Excellent. This won't go poorly for any of it all. And then Garm? I get, yes. How how is this going to end poorly for you? Well, I'm supposed to say how it's liable to taint its owner, so I'm gonna say it's the hide of some kind of magical animal. It's got, like, horrible eldritch energies in it, and as far as I understand in this world, that's not a good thing. It's, uh, it's kind of the opposite. Um, so it may lead to, you know, horrific mastery of blood magic slash exploding all of my own blood out of my spleen, uh, at some point in my life. Okay, that, that'll go great for you. Um, do you have any idea what you want to name your character? Uh, not offhand, although it does provide me a handy list of possible names, so I guess I'm gonna be... Not the Celtic one, because I can't pronounce that. I'm going to be Sigismund. So you took the next most impossible to pronounce. Okay. And uh, what what do you look like, Sigismund? Uh, I look young and ambitious. Well, that might be the only ones foolish enough to go towards the castle, so that's fair. Uh, before I move on to the rest of your character, let's go over the same basics with Jesus. Jesus, you were playing the tank. Uh... Let's see. Do you have... What kind of weapon do you want? Well, we already have a piercing weapon, so I think I'm going to go claws, which gives me a tethering close. All right. Close, as we said, was you need an arm's reach, quite literally in your case. Tether means that after you hit, you can easily hold on to the enemy or keep pace with it. Excellent. And one of the other founders... That would be Garm's character. ...is helping you keep control on yourself and keeping the curse under wraps. So how, how did they help you? Uh, during their discoveries of uh, going around collecting treasures, they found a antidote that kind of keeps me sane for a while. Okay. And Sigismund, if, if you don't find more antidotes, what, what's liable to happen? Oh, uh, ter terrible things. Uh, the corruption will spread, uh, the claws will become more claw-like, eventually the entire body will be covered in razors and might turn into some sort of horrible demon gorilla. It's purely <laughs> theoretical at this point, but demon gorilla seems likely. Huh, that's, uh... Imagine a gorilla with all the teeth of a shark, and you have what I fear will happen. But also claws. <laughs> so, oh. uh, something like the ocean's primal wrath, I see. Indeed. Interesting. It's spoken of in, in the deep lore. <laughs> this is incredibly funny to me, not only because it is a callback, but for anyone that was around for my brainstorming, that that's gonna, that's gonna be fun. Oh gosh, I'm scared. Jesus, do you do you have a name for your character or what they go by? I did not plan one, but it also comes with a 
handy dandy list of names for me, and I think I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Amelia. All right, Amelia, you obviously have claws. What do you look like? Do you try and hide the fact that you have claws, or do you just roll with? I, I look like a I'm basically this undead creature in like a massive hoodie that's trying to hide the fact that I look like I died like five years ago. That's fair. Maybe the maybe the locals will just think that you avoid bathing. It'll be fine. I'm sure it'll work out. I have no doubts of that this will go great. So, I should probably give you guys some some setting, but we'll get there in a moment. Uh, Jesus, now that we're on your character, let's let's finish making your probably slightly more than half damned. Uh, so, stats, you get to pick one of the three. Uh, I was going to say overlays, but that's not the right word. Arrays. There we go. One of the three arrays in the handout there. And let me give you a rundown for what the stats do. All right. No, not weapon. That's not going to be helpful. So chalices is your ability to rest, heal, recuperate, that sort of thing, help others. Swords is going to be your ability to make forward progress, um, kind of the aggressive stat, if you will. Coins is how much you can influence the locals or other mortals to give you what you want or what you need. And wands is going to be how good you are at pushing back against the otherworldly that is the castle and its all right i think i'm gonna go with the first option i'm gonna take a chalice zero swords one coins minus one and all right and this system is based on rolling 2d6 and then adding or subtracting whatever your stats are just like powered by the apocalypse so let's see here yes you do have obvious sizes damn name let's see here you should be able to edit your sheet whatever you end up choosing and let's see here now normally if you have a larger party this would be where one bloodline hunted you as a monster before you forged a treaty but i'm going to give you that more of an opportunity as uh not necessarily sigismund themselves possibly one of their cohorts otherwise uh just in general how did how did you come to terms with the the locals and allow how did they allow you to exist? I'm basically confined to the uh, the local graveyard. I'm not allowed to leave. Okay. Uh, so I only sneak out during the night. So they said, okay, you're, you're human-looking enough that we don't want to just put you down, but you're scaring everybody else. You stay over where you are. We won't harm you, and then you don't come closer kind of thing. Exactly. It's a, it's a I won't kill them, they won't kill me sort of thing. Yeah, totally. All right. Uh, let's see here. For bloodline moves, such on are on the right are special things that only you can and i'll have you read through those and then pick two if you haven't already and giving you time to do that gonna flip over to garb's character sigismund if i can remember if i'm to scroll up or down i picked incorrectly all right garm hello do you remember these stats chalices swords coins and wands yes i've also got the handout telling what they do on on stream excellent garm would you like to to make your hidden hand and uh, uh, tell us what you're good at. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to pick option two for mine, which is chalices minus one, swords one, coins one, wands zero. Uh, for if I act as a mercenary group, guiding the world's conflicts in a direction that benefits me. I have been watching far too much of Jormungand lately, so apparently the arms dealer thing just kind of speaks to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. And uh, for traditions, I'm going to go with state-of-the-art arms and armor. Okay, so you, you're looking the part of a mercy, if nothing else. Yeah. 
Like my my armor is you know well forged, well put together, obviously fitted to me, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Okay. Uh, for lore, uh, I have a private institution of scholars probing the boundaries of knowledge, and uh, the name of the hidden hand is named for the some kind of mythical creature. Uh, you know, I'm gonna call us the heirs of the wyvern. All right. After this, they may rename. We'll find out. So, you you've not kept everything to yourself. You want to buy your friends, right? Or at least some of them. Yeah. There's there's been some treasure in your past that you split with either Amelia here or locals or uh, some of your contacts. Why did you why did you split it with them? Why didn't you just keep it all for yourselves? Well, sometimes there are things more valuable than gold, and don't get me wrong, those things are rare indeed. But uh, a valuable ally or an important piece of knowledge can be worth a sizable sum. And I think having Amelia around uh, is worth whatever gold it takes to make sure that they're fed and also the villagers don't uh, just kill them. The, the amicable relations between Amelia and uh, the rest of the town may in fact be the result of uh, me throwing sizable amounts of money at the mayor. That's entirely possible. Not that I would ever admit to that. Oh, of course not. No, no, that's... Perhaps the, the mayor is simply good at finding treasures left behind of uh, explorers that have gone a little too far to the forest, right? And conveniently it, at the same time, they needed a gravedigger, so, you know, just a, just a coincidence. Yeah, just found someone with claws that can, that can dig really well. It'll be great. Great. Uh, you have bloodline moves on your right of things that only you can do, and you can choose two of them. Uh, I will allow you so graciously to read those over. Jesus, have you looked at what you would like to be able to do? Yes, I'm going to be taking uh, more than human. Okay. Uh, it gives me a few options. I'm going to be taking uh, resistance to harm. I'm covered in thick skin. Okay. Outside of that, uh, I do have a question about uh-huh. dark legacy. Okay. It says I start with a blood move, but um, I, I cannot find what blood moves are. You know, if I were smart, I would have opened two copies. All right, if you scroll almost all the way to the bottom... I believe it is page 15 or 16. Um, it's the page with bloodline moves and generation moves. On the right there, under spoils of victory, are things that are unlocked by your blood value. I believe that's what they're referring to. Um, Garma, I know you've also had this document. Let me know if that is incorrect. My apologies, Rhapsodizer. What are we talking about? Did you just... Or think... Um, oh, no, I'm an idiot. Okay, so... I believe that comes in more in play with what happens in future generations. So the way this system works is right now you are making founders of a bloodline. And every time you die or move to another generation, you move to the basically the handouts that are next after all of the founders. So starting with the bonded, then the slayer, etc. Uh, on those pages, there are blood gifts on the right middle side, which is basically how you can use the connection to the otherworldliness or the castle to your benefit. Alright, I think I found it. Uh, I'm going to be taking uh, the bonded's half-dead, and that will give me uh, one armor against physical attacks, but I take one more harm for magical or spiritual attacks. Okay. You are you are a very tough cookie. That's probably good. I sure hope so. Me too, buddy. Me too. Garm, I feel like you're not going to be as tough, but uh, what, what would Sigismund be able to to do bloodline wise uh sigis moon's bloodline moves are avarice and experimental weaponry uh, avarice allows me to whenever i would spend a relic mark contamination to keep it in my bloodline stock 
<laughs> and experimental weaponry. That's uh, basically what it sounds like. My family builds weird, kind of pseudo-industrial, bizarre sh stuff. Uh, whenever my uh, once per generation, whenever scholars bring their most recent creation to my camp, I can roll coins, uh, and then I have a variety of things I can pick depending on my roll. All right, all right. Is that something you would like to try and do before you go towards the castle, or is that something you'd like to save until later? Uh. I think that's something we may as well just take care of now, since I'm obviously going to use it. Alright. Uh, so that would be a 2d6 plus or minus whatever your value. So that is a 7. Uh, on a 7 to 9, I get to pick one of the options. Uh, I would like to pick, it has, like to pick, it has uh, three perks and a flaw, because that sounds like fun. <laughs> that does sound like fun, and honestly is what I was hoping you were going to pick. Oh, you know me quite well. Uh, I would like to pick, gosh, uh, I would like to pick... Can I pick cleave and ranged at the same time? Ah. Uh, I'm trying to build basically a blunderbuss. Cleave and range. What would be the flaw for that if you did pick cleave and range? Reload. Reload? So would be cleave, range, piercing, reload. Yeah, I would give you that. Basically, cool. one gigantic swipe, but then you have to get it back under your control and not just stuck into whatever. Well, it's a, not, it's, it's a big like shotgun, basically, is what I'm going for. Ah. One shot, and I have to shove a bunch of like ball bearings and forks and stuff and gunpowder back in it, or I can fire <laughs> it again. Shoot spoons at them. That was a real thing that people did. I know. I still love it. Just like whatever I can find nearby, you shove it into the into whatever the weapon is, light it up, and you know. Well, that's what. Hey, look, you have to do what you have to do when you run out of cannonballs. Too. Yep. I don't know if I'm going to regret this later or think it's hilarious, but I think it's going to be both. Yeah, that's fair. Alright, so let me give you a an idea of where you are in the world, why there's suddenly a castle, and all that jazz, and then we can move on to what poor decisions you would like to make. Alright, so on the splash image here, this is just kind of a random one I found, but does give the, the nice ambiance that I want here, and that is, you are not super deep within the rainforest of South America, but there is... There is more nature around you than there is civilized. There are there's enough um, places where people work where Sigismund you can you can get people to test your weapons out, make some changes, go on to the next prototype. But it is also strange enough that having Amelia walk out suddenly with claws honestly wasn't that weird. It was a little bit weird, but it's they're not gonna lock her up and use her as a test. Uh, there's been rumors of a large factory that has suddenly appeared deep deep into the jungle and at first it was simply maybe this is an unearned volcano or cavern but the ones that have been lucky enough to find it and come back have gibbered about nothing but lar large amounts of humming almost a crackling like you would hear before lightning strikes and every every couple couple weeks you can hear howling and snarling coming from the castle you're not really sure if this is the guards if you don't know who's in charge but there are enough of these rumors going around that people have found discards of the castle i guess things that have either fallen out of windows or when the scouts have come out they've left these behind and there are always people with robes going in and out of the castle area and They've dropped uh, gourds, glass bottles, 
and wherever they drop those, nothing will grow there ever. There have also been a large number of thunderstorms and uh, lightning storms in the area. Many more than, than anyone should expect. Sane people stay away from the castle. Uh, let's see here. But we're not sane people. Well, you are, but Amelia, you are running out of the antidote that keeps you. And Sigismund, you're pretty sure that the last time you found some was on the dead body of what appeared to be a humanoid in a dark cloak with some weird papers. This means the castle probably has some sort of way to suppress the weird. And Sounds that's, good. That's what you're going to go into the castle. Do you know how to get in? I don't think so. Okay. Then I I invite you to, to attempt to do so. So uh, what do I roll to try and find a way into this freaky castle factory? It would probably be, would you like to look for yourself, or do you want to be asking around to see if anyone else knows? I want to look for myself. If, if other okay. people figure out that I'm looking for this, they might know the stuff in there, and you know. Then that's probably going to be a swords. Alright, well, that's a plus one for me. That's a twelve. Hot damn. Okay. You you look around, and there's there seems to be a vague trail leading into the forest. Um, it's not used by many animals. Maybe a few wild dogs, um, hunting cats in the area, that sort of thing. And it leads you deeper and deeper into the forest area where it stops. you stop being able to see the sky. All right? Okay. You, uh, how, far, how far into this forest are you going to go? Uh, until I find what looks like a viable entrance to uh, this horrible place. Okay. So you can kind of see this looming structure out into the distance, so you know in general how close you are. But you can you start hearing a bunch of buzzing from one direction. So you can either go um, explore around. There's the buzzing, and then there's also an area which is a bit brighter. Everything. Oh, check out the buzzing. All right, uh, Amelia, give me a mercury roll. I want to know how. How much are you blundering into the forest, and how much are you comfortable with sneaking around? Oh, I'm like the opposite of stealthy, so... Uh... Well, maybe you've gotten practice, and we'll find out. We'll see. Six? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not uh, not very good at it yet. Okay, you're not terrible. Uh, did I miss something? Do we have our, like, explorer stats now? Oh, they're at they're on the top. I see. So this is... uh, I figured it out. Arm. I can't actually do much to my character sheet, because I can't edit it with it popped out. Okay, then let me quick to sing in that I've got, I've got it all in a text document. Yes, this is more for my benefit than yours. Oh, okay, yeah, I can't help there. <laughs> I'm going, okay, that's nice. Uh, Garm, for your benefit then, the contamination stat is those weird little triangle dagger things shoved into the blood circle on the first page. Okay. And every time you fill up those three, your blood goes up by one. Right. So. I like having more blood. Blood is a measure of how much the castle has sway over you. It will give you power, but at a price. I love this game. So this is just Ravenloft? Awesome. They're, a little bit? In the, in the sense that, Raven, that the like Castlevania is also Ravenloft, and this is Castlevania? Yeah. Excellent. Sorry, this is heavily and also inspired in, by... This is also in the sense of nothing is going to go really, really well for you, kind of. Excellent. Alright, so you're, you're fairly stealthy for something your size, Amelia, but... You definitely step on a couple twigs, run into a few branches, and you hear a you hear bells and giggles as you step step towards the uh, the buzzing. They seem to fade away though, and instead there are there's more buzzing. The, these are bees. 
they, they look relatively harmless kind of like a little bit fat they aren't they aren't the super sleek sting you millions of times and then chase you for miles they they look like they're just collecting pollen well i have a, a lot of armor i have very thick skin so I, I don't think i'd be very intimidated by these bees i'm not quite sure they can pierce the fur so uh, i kind of look back at uh Sigis. Are, are you sure we should be heading this way well it's this way or the other way fair enough all right well uh i'll lead the way then i don't think the bees can really trouble me okay Sigismund, how do you, how do you feel about the, the bees They've heard tales of terrible bees from far off distant foreign lands. Bees are not the size of my thumb, so they are not the horrible bees from far off Asia. It's probably fine. You're right. They aren't terribly terrible bees from Asia. Um, that's about as far as I'll tell you about that. They say that the stings from those Asian bees can melt your skin. Now I'm trying well, I have to find out. a lot of skin to melt, so. Yes, one of you has a lot of skin. Now these are about the, the size of normal bees. Maybe a little larger, but... Not really. All right, so you you move in further. Do you are you going to do anything to avoid the bees, or is it more of walk through? We don't bother them. And that'll be great. I just calmly walk past them. I have nothing to fear, so I'm hoping that they don't really try to sting me. But I mean, if they do, that's kind of their problem more than it is mine. Okay. Uh, as you nonchalantly walk through this area, you aren't really paying attention to your to your feet and you're kicking up a whole lot of flowers they don't seem to enjoy this there are a few that land on your face and just generally get in the way of your eyes and they try and bite you but they don't seem to be able to get much purchase you can feel them but it, it doesn't do anything aside from annoying i'm gonna try to wave them off my face because uh, no matter how thick my skin may be my eyes are not and uh, i don't want them going to my nose or anything that's a horrific thought all right uh, are you trying to hurt them or just shoot them? I'm just trying to get them off. Uh, I've heard horrible tales of this castle, and uh, I don't want to end up being uh, dead and a living beehive. That would have been a great idea. I wish I had thought of that beforehand. But, all right. So you wave them off. A few of them leave. But mostly the buzzing gets a lot angrier. Sigismund, are you doing anything as you watch this? The way I understand it, there are three solutions to any problem in this world. In order of uh, I ideality, how ideal they are, real word, I promise. Um, okay, okay. First is to avoid the problem, to stay as far away from it as possible. Second is to bribe the problem, throw money at it until it stops being a problem. Third, and least ideal, is violence. Uh, bribery and violence will probably not work against this beehive. Uh, at the very least, bribery is almost certain not to. Uh, so I will give the beehive a wide berth and hope that Amelia doesn't die horrifically and become a living beehive. Like that guy in the- They live in his clothing, not in him. Oh, really? I thought they lived in him. No, no, it's in him. No, it's no. in him. <laughs> He's kind of both. Because they definitely also come out of us. Not that I've ever seen this show for 500 episodes that you're talking about. But, but when they x-ray vision him, there's literally ants crawling inside his clothing. Oh, yeah. So, I remember that. Anyway. Yeah, he's very explicit about it when people ask about his bloodline powers in, uh, like, the Chunin exam arc. Anyway. <laughs> you guys are great. So, yes, I'm going to give the beehive a wide berth. Okay. So there's a few that are, are milling about you just trying to see if you two are connected or if it's only the one asshole. And you can hear in the distance shouting in accented, but, you know, local enough dialogue. 
the, the equivalent to common. And it's, we all know get out, get out. I'll, I'll make you shoot. And brandishes what appears to be a, a small torch at you. They're not very, they're not super close. It's more of they've noticed you, but they are between you and the castle. I would like to, uh... Will we come in peace. Oh, it's like the opposite. We can say, go nuts. <laughs> go ahead, uh, Amelia. We come in I, peace. I kind of just wave my cracking dead arms around. Like, uh, yes, uh, we come in peace. We are not here to harm you. Oh, boy. Oh, that's a bad idea. Why don't you give me a coins roll? See how, how much can you convince this denizen? Uh, my main goal is, like, if they do attack, they'll attack me and not notice Sigis, but, yeah. Okay. Uh, give me a 2d6 plus or minus whatever, whatever you've gotten. Oh, that didn't go very well. Okay. That would be a 4 for listeners. And he's th- this keeper seems to, to squint at you and snarl. You don't fool me. I know where you live. Get back in the castle. I'll make you. And directs the bees to give you incentive and you can you are now swarmed with bees all right all right you've caught me i will go back to my home this castle beautiful yeah you're not fast enough they're just going to uh start basically landing on you and there are so many of them there that they are going to start picking you up i, I didn't plan for this oh, yeah, no. um i'm gonna I, I guess i have to attack them now all right, I'm going to, like, wildly swing around, trying to land back on the floor and run into the castle. Okay, so are you looking to find, under the confrontation moves, you can either take advantage of an opening, um, try and find a weak point, is confront it head-on. Um, I feel like confronting it head-on would not be a decent solution for this, so I'm going uh, to go ahead and... This page 16, uh, if you want details. Very well. I'm going to try to find a weakness. Okay, so that would be... Uh, 2d6 plus glass. Alright. Nice. Alright. It says on a 7 to 9, pick 2, and on a 10 plus, you pick 1, and I feel like those are flipped. That sounds flipped to me, although uh, I guess what? I have to check if I'm choosing bad things or not. Uh, the 16 confrontation moves of the handouts. Oh, the handouts. Because you're choosing between the foe makes you its highest priority, the opening that you find only lasts a few moments, or attempts to use the opening without um, basically a perk have distance. I guess it's not flipped. Yeah, no, go that's right. Okay. So, you get to choose one. I'll go with the opening I find lasts only a few minutes. Okay, what kind of opening is it in this swarm of bees? Uh, alright. So, um, if I shift my weight to a certain direction, I can probably fall onto the ground and then try to crawl away. Okay, so basically make it more difficult for them to grab onto you. And it, if you, if you shift, then it's, uh, they they need a moment to find out how how best to deal with exactly it's very helpful being a uh, very heavy monster Sigismund, your quote unquote friend has been swarmed by bees who may or may not be going up their nose what are you doing wow that sucks i'm gonna use this distraction and try and get closer to the castle <laughs> our hero everyone i never claim to be a hero uh, apparently not what am i All gonna right. do shoot the bees with my shotgun you could that probably wouldn't be great but you could um um, all right, are you going towards the, the keeper that had the, the torch that was yelling you, or are you going, like, uh, around him? He's directly... I love it, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go towards the keeper, with my, like, freaky steampunk fucking blunderbuss, uh, on full display. 
Okay. Steampunk. You know, just for that, he's going to wave his torch at you, and a bunch of bees are going to land on you and bite you. Man. They aren't stinging you yet, but there are enough of them that you need to do something about either him or the bees. That's a, that's a good question. Uh... We can also flip back to Amelia if you would like to figure out how best to deal with the bees up your nose. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Amelia, you have bees up your nose. And they're still trying to carry you off to the castle. They can carry me from the inside. That's horrible. Okay, um, I'm just, I'm gonna try to pierce through. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to, uh, since I found an opening, I'm gonna use that opening to escape the, the beast one for just a bit and try to just tackle and attack the, uh, groundskeeper. Okay. Then I would say you're probably using physical force then. So give me a plus iron. It's an eight. Alrighty, here, if I were smart, I would open it beforehand. Okay, so you're tackling the beekeeper, right? Yes. Okay, on a hit, um, this is a little bit meta, but just so you know, Jesus, the way these things work, enemies have different qualities to them that allow them to do certain things, and you are aiming to take away all of the things that allow them to do other. For okay. example, if you had, if you were fighting a flaming zombie, one of its qualities would be you know, flaming and can throw flaming body parts at you. And if you found a way to put it out, it would no longer be able to throw flaming things. Well, so, so far it seems to have kind of pointed, and the bees seem to be following that. So I'm going to try to, like, claw his arm to make it hard for him to point so he can't control the bees. Okay. See here, you rolled a 8. Oh, goody, I get to pick up the new to you. So you do take out his torch, which is what he was pointing with. And But before that happens, it basically... The torch will flip towards you, and it's going to um, get caught under either your fur or armor, depending on how well you have everything tucked in. And that would deal to harm. But let's see here. What with your what with your nonsense is, is having stats? Uh, it's a regular it torch. Damage? Okay, then I think I'm fine. You're scrolling down. I have two armor, so okay. I am gonna say that it is burning you, whether or not it harms you. And you will need to take care of that soon before it starts burning through the armor or burning through your clothing. All right. I'll have to stop, drop, and roll next. All right. Sigismund, there is now a large feral beast on top of the keeper. Uh, I guess I'm going to go over there and kick uh, the keeper in the head. <laughs> All right. Give me, a, give me a plus iron roll. Okay. Six. All right. You go to kick them in the head but it looks like they can roll away just enough that instead you kick the torch into one of the hives. Crap. There are more bees now. And now they're angry at you. That's that's not what I wanted. That's too bad. Uh, a bunch of the ones that were by your head, by the way, are, are in fact going to bite you for one harm. Okay. Um, you, can, you can, in fact, once per session, or at least once per character, reduce a harm and get a secondary effect, basically taking a minor wound, or you can just take the one harm. I'm just gonna take the one harm. I'm sure I'll have more dangers than bees these later. Alright, so Amelia, your, your party member has made poor choices here. Yeah, I'm used to that. Fine. Um, I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and grab Sigis and try to run to the castle so that we can escape the bees. Okay, so you're gonna try and run away? Yeah, that, that seems about right. Uh, locking ourselves in the castle seems like a safe play. That won't at all go horribly well. Okay. Um, this is kind of like fleeing and kind of like dodging, so I will have you roll 
plus mercury to see how well and unscathed you get out of this. I get out nine well. Okay. So under dodge, you can either you can pick one. You either avoid taking harm, you avoid getting separated from the others or losing something valuable, or the uh you create an opening in the foes, or in this case, the beast. Uh, since I'm carrying Sigus, I, I guess I'll choose uh, avoid getting separated. Okay, so you are going to be able to take Sigus Moon and run, but they are going to sting you as you're running away, and that is going to be... Yeah, that's going to be two harm, and you also feel something with this. You're not allergic to bees, but this probably won't be. So how far are you taking? Preferably into the castle. Uh, is the damage magical? Uh, one of it is. Okay, so it's I'll like, take that one down. It's a bee sting, so it's it's half, you know, poison-ish. And yeah, half that makes sense. Pointy. All right, well, I, I don't think I'd take damage from the pointy part, but I do take damage from the poison part. All right. Uh, so I believe that would be one. You are going to make it all the way to this little shed, almost. It, it's very strange. You have the castle, and then you have what looks to be a backyard shed right in front of the doorway. And above it, it just says quarantine. Uh, inside, you can see uh, muddy, what what could have been a gray or white um, fluffy puppy. Think husky I or smoy. You can open the door? The doggo, I'm sure. Um, I don't really have a choice. I don't want the bees to catch up to me. So... Alright, yes. so we're going into quarantine then. That seems like a good idea. Okay, so the doggo does not actually seem to want to go towards the bees and is scratching at the door to go in further, but cannot figure the the door mechanism out because the doggo does not have any thumbs. I, I think I also don't have any thumbs since I have claws and I mean, animalistic parts. Pandas have thumbs, or at least modified thumbs. I'm going to try opening the door. Sigismund, you can in fact help. You do have thumbs. Uh, it sounds like it's Sigismund's time to shine. I'd like to open the door. <laughs> all right. <laughs> First of all, thank you. That's beautiful. <laughs> they call me Johnny Normal Hands. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, no, you don't, you bastard. <laughs> we all have our strengths and weaknesses. Uh, Sigismund's strength is opening doors. You know what they say, you can't effectively count money if you don't have thumbs. <laughs> well, maybe not where you come from. It's a regional thing. That's what I say. Mostly because I can't count money. Yeah, alright. So, you rush in, you open the door, Doggo follows you, and it seems to be very happy wagging wagging his tail. Sigismund, you have never seen anything as beautiful as where you are now. Oh god, I thought there. you were going to say the dog. No, the dog's pretty muddy. It probably used to be gray and white, now it's just gray and gray. Okay. And brown. But everything in here is covered in gold. Everything is made of marble. There are carved sculptures and towers, um, helixes coming up. There is a spiral staircase in the middle. There is what think to be mother of pearl and glass blades on the walls. That seems to be lighting in some light. Except for it looks to be moonlight, even though you left in the morning. You know... At some point, my thought was probably, whatever, I'll break in there, steal some stuff, and just take it to sell. My mind is fully made up. I need this place. I'm gonna make this. As you think that, you you look around. There's an entire library, or what seems to be a library off to the side there. 
um, this could have been what a church like the the ceiling is super high. There is a large area area where you could imagine a bunch of benches to be. There is a raised area in the front where you could basically give speeches, but instead it seems to be sectioned off in lots of scrolls and tomes, and you can hear the sounds of weaponry um, off to the other side. This is the uh, best place I've ever been. <laughs> I'd like to go check out Weaponland. All right. Um, the doggo seems to be wagging its tail, and it's actually going to follow you. What an incredibly good boy that won't hulk out and kill us in five minutes. How would that doggo hurt you? You let it in. I pet the doggo and try to befriend it, as we are both unhuman. Fawning over your lack of thumbs. <laughs> I, I was not going to phrase it that way, but yes. Uh, Alright, uh, Amelia, you feel a little bit woozy, which is probably the toxins, so your your vision's a little blurry, but aside from that, you, you should be pretty good. Doggo seems to enjoy the scratches behind the ears. Um, are you looking to sneak up on the weapon noises, or are you going to bum rush in and challenge everybody? You know, how, how are you going about this? Stealth is probably a good idea. Yeah, I asked what you were going to do, though. Yeah, I'll be stealthy. Okay. Here. I have no stealth, so I'm just going to stay away for now. Alright, there's no obvious way to get there. Um, I'm going to have you travel the labyrinth. Oh, right. So, roll plus blood if you have any blood. Um, note yeah. that if you would like to roll with advantage, i.e. roll three dice, take the highest two, you can mark a contamination, basically communing with the area and hoping that you can find your way there. I'm going to mark contamination. Yeah, Sonic. Uh, so does that give me the total of the roll or just the two best dice? The two best dice. Okay, well that was... Um, so I get an eight. It's not useless, you have contamination. Yeah, great. Alright, so on a hit, you guys get a hold, and that is actually in your party so here and then i will explain what's going on no blood oh, that's horrific i love it so you as a party have a collection of uh stat a stat called hold and every time you travel the labyrinth if there if you succeed in traveling the labyrinth you get plus one hold and in the future you can spend hold to either retreat to a safe camp you can spend hold to find your way to the next area and next acolyte who is aiding the ruler of this place. And um, you can spend, basically spend two to get the general uh, how to get to the next area, and three to specifically find where is the acolyte of this area. Um, you all contribute to gaining hold, but if Garm, you use some, then that's also the same amount that Jesus. Right. So, let's see here. <laughs> okay. So, Sigismund, you find what looks to be a modified courtyard. Um, it's a basically got a roof over it. It's not nearly as fancy as where you just were, but it's a mix between, you know, a normal, uh, say, tavern and the shed that you came in at. So it's got roofing. It's got windows for ventilation. It's got doors. But more importantly, it has people sparring with strange weapons. Well, that's helpful. Uh, is there any way for me to sneak around these rules? You can try. There's nothing to hide behind. It is an open area. Basically, think indoor basketball court kind of thing without the blue. So a dojo? Yeah, kind of. Not quite so well laid out, but certainly a place where they can fight with long swords and not risk breaking it. Yeah, fuck it. Time to engage in <laughs> I would like to assault a group of castle denizens. Okay.
okay? Uh, this, this would fall under conf confrontation when you confront a danger head on. <laughs> so give me plus iron. I think that's based the horde, uh, specifically. Is it? Yeah, under exploration. Mode. Oh, but under it is, exploration. It is still plus iron. Okay. Uh, that's a five. Okie dokie. So, you come roaring in. Uh, do you have your blunderbuss out or your, your yes. daggers? Uh, blunderbuss. Oh no, Squirtle, indeed. And they look at you and point. You see a lot of, uh, you see every single pairing stop to look at your group. There are maybe three or four pairs in the in the room, and they're all yelling, and the closest two are going to run towards you. One has got a gigantic hammer that seems to be gripping something, and the other one has what amounts to a gigantic metal bar. Congratulations, you've made friends. I don't think that's true, actually. Man, I should have done something way smarter. Oh well. <laughs> Amelia? The, the real friends are the friends we want. I mean... Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm going to try to sense that he's in danger, because I have no way of knowing it, actually. Oh no, there's no subtlety here. There's a lot of yelling. Oh, uh, in that case, <laughs> I, I reach down to pet the doggo, and I'm like, alright boy, Sigus needs help. It's time for me to take care of this. Stay safe. Four, 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 I'm going to run off towards the yelling. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Yeah, your communication isn't great. Doggo's gonna follow you. No! Well, you gave it pets and then you ran off. This is clearly fetch time. No. Alright, so you, you reach up to Sigismund as, uh, basically as the the guy with the metal bar does. And Sigismund, give me, I'll give you a dodge to see how well you're gonna get smacked in the face. Give me a mercury roll. Okay. Hmm, that's not great. <laughs> 26 is pretty good, I think. Yeah, hot damn, I'd let you pick like three. Four. Okay, you get uh -oh. bashed in the face for uh, for two, two harm. Put me up to three. Uh, I feel like I should tell you, at five harm, you're either going to fall unconscious with a mortal wound or die. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay. Uh, I feel like it's time to engage in extreme violence. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Uh, Garm, if you wanted to look at... Uh, how to reduce harm. It's under what can I do on my turn and under harm. But while you do that, Amelia, yes, wanton violence. I'm just going to roar in there as a crazed beast and uh, just swing at whoever happens to be closest to me at the time. With your, your pointy claws? Yes, my, my pointy claws, since I do not have thumbs and therefore cannot hold a weapon. Alright, so would you like to use the confront move? Or would you like to, to face the horde? Basically, uh, are like you, you picking one horde? of them? Oh, okay. Oh, I'm picking one of them. Okay, so give me a plus iron. Okay, sounds good. Oh, no. I'm just updating your sheet. All right. I have bad news for you. You have instead gotten the attention of Hammer Boy and it Hammer Time. Eh. Hammer Time is going to menacingly swing at you, and you see the whatever it is, drip off of the spiked hammerhead, fall onto the ground, and make a pit in the ground. Uh, stop. Hammer time. I'm mad at him. Alright, so you've got more people coming up closer, and what? I'll just give you a... Uh, it'll be fine. Uh, Sigismund, what, what do you want to be doing while, while your friend seems to be making friends? Like to spend an action to reload my uh, blunderbuss. Alright, sounds good. Amelia? Uh, yes? Actually, Amelia, 
you you missed so poorly that Doggo would like to try and show you how this works. Excellent. Good Doggo. And is going to basically bark at the ones coming up, and they're not really sure what to do with the Doggo, because Doggo has not attacked them, but is warning them to stay away. So they're going to hang back for a bit, wait to see how how the first two handle you, and then you know, swarm me once you you think you're done. So you you do Seems have a bit of them. reprieve there. The doggo's not attacking them, he's just keeping them at bay. Good doggo. Alright. Forf, forf, forf. How would you like to deal with hammer time here? Well, I'm not dodging. Uh, that, that seems like it's not definitely not going to work. Uh, so, is there any way I can get hit and hit him back? Uh, yeah, that would be confront. Basically, trying to create right, an I'll opening confront. but taking the brunt of their attack. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, that is plus iron. All right, rolled an eight, so you get to pick one of the following. You roll with their blow and take one less harm. You are fearsome and commanding. The hammer time will only focus on you, or your mind is steel and do not mark. I will go ahead and be fierce and commanding. All right, so hammer fearsome time is only only looking at you. Uh, let's see here. Piercing deal with you. It does, actually. All right, so this is going to deal two harm to you, and this is a pretty big hit. Um, like I said, this is a piercing. It looks like it probably should have been oh, an axe, but it's been used so much, it's kind of hammer-ish. So this is going to go through your armor. That's horrifying. I mean, so is the giant dude attacking you, so that's fair. But there is an opening. Um, Sigismund, would you like to continue battling Metal Bar, uh, Hulk, or would you like to use the opening that Amelia has made? I would like to use the opening to strike with physical force. Alrighty, go for it. So that is a 10. Hot damn. Alright, we're gonna take out one's quality mark somewhere. Oh yeah. It's a really cool system, by the way. I really like destroying their quality. It's neat. Yeah, it's different. Alright, so you, that's one quality gone. And the others seem to be so horrified at this boomstick of yours that even without the dog, they're gonna back off. Groovy. <laughs> Thank you, Hazers. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. That was a pretty solid impression, actually. It was not bad. Um, let's see here. How how good are you guys at noticing? Not very. <laughs> Alright. Doggo also doesn't notice anything and is just sitting smugly because Doggo scared away all the other people. And had, it had nothing he is getting head pats, not just sitting. You're in the middle of a fight. I don't think you're giving him head pats. I'm, I'm spiritually giving him head pats. I'm okay. also getting hit with a hammer. Yeah. Um, what you... You actually feel is uh here. You hear the roar of a fire from the the ornate room, and uh, it's not just a campfire. It's more of we wanted to burn every single witch through the entirety of history all in one spot kind of fire. So the room is a bit toasty. Yes, it's in the swag chamber. There's a giant fireplace in the swag chamber. Well, I guess we're not going back that way. Oh, it's not like spreading or anything, but uh. It just got it's lit. A, it's been lit, let's be real. Yeah, so, I mean, if you strain, you can you can hear some chanting, but you're not sure if that was there before or not. It could have been. Alright, uh, I would like to size up one of the enemies and try and locate a weak spot. Alrighty. Uh, that is a 12. Hot diggity damn. You get to pick one. Hey, uh, you... uh, I'm going to go with the opening only lasts a few moments. Okay. Amelia! What, what kind of, uh, sorry? What kind, of, what kind of opening do you make? Uh... Hammer ran's still up, right? Uh huh. Amelia, hit him in the armpit. There's no armor there. Okay. Of course. How did I not see it? 
That's a horrific thought, Klaus to the armpit. All right, Amelia, you have an opening. <sighs> I've been waiting for this moment. I attack the <laughs> opening. So it's a 2-6 plus iron, right? Uh, if you want to use stealth, it's mercury, physical, iron, precise insight, glass. And if you want to use some magic bullshit, it's under the uh, Magic strike. bullshit it is. Y you want to use the depths of your, your curse, kind of? Yes, I am tapping into the horrendous magics that made me the hor horrible creature I am. And I will use these dark forces to strike out at this armpit. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say that you're going to take a con contamination for this as well. And a bad roll, yes. And a bad roll. All right. It, you surge with some dark energy that seems to make the noise of the fire even louder for some reason. Doggo is whimpering in the corner, and the, the Hulk holding the hammer's eyes go wide, and he backs up, and you just barely... Dang, I missed the opening. Poor Doggo. Doggo seems to be staring at the area you came from, tail between its... I, I look over at it, feeling really bad. Uh, I check if the hammer man is still going to try to attack me, because I might have just scared him. He's still going to attack you, and it seems to be more of... I really don't want him to have anything to do with me. Let's definitely kill him dead in, into a paste. Oh no. Sigismund, do, do you want to help your idiot friend? Yeah, I'd like to confront the uh, the hammer man. I'd like to try and knife him in the neck. Okay. So that's, that's true. That's a six. And once more, I miss horrifically. <laughs> you miss her. Hey, look. Hammer man is really tall. Apparently. And he's gonna just basically brush you aside, knock you to the ground, and tell you that if you're smart, you will run, but your your friend here, he needs to go back to the factory where he came from. Uh, I can also run, that's fine. I'm sure we can settle this like rational. Oh no, I'm putting you in the factory with himself. They'll give me a bonus. Oh boy. About that. A about what? He's, you know what? You are super creepy. He's gonna basically pick you up and walk you towards the fire room. Uh, Amelia. Can I claw at him? You sure you can oh. try and fight back? Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna tap into my uh the dark recesses of my tainted past to strike at him once more. Oh no. Okay. Hey. Yeah, you're gonna certainly do some damage to him. I'm trying to rip off his hammer arm. Alright, let's see here. What lashes out. Alright. You're gonna do some damage to him and it's going to rip open a good chunk of his arm. He's going to snarl. No, you're just screaming pain. Like, ow. Mongrel, you're going to pay for that. They'll fix me up. Does he not you... have pain? Oh, God. Oh, he has pain. He's just convinced that they'll fix him. And he's going to run you towards the fire. Oh, God, no. That's my one weakness. What, the fire? I mean, to be fair, it's a physical fire. To be unfair, case, I should be it's fine. a giant forged like, fire. This is, this is going to hurt. Yeah, I'm going to chase oh, yeah, these yeah. motherfuckers. I... Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, all right, go for it. Shoot him. Doesn't matter if you hit me, you shoot him. I'm gonna spend an. Can I spend an action to reload my blunderbuss as I'm chasing him? Yeah, it'll, it's gonna take you a bit to ch to do that. I'll let you. Okay. Um, I want to shoot him. Do that. Okay. Uh, um, so as we're getting to the fire, can I try to like counter grab him and throw him into the fire? Oh no. Uh, we'll we'll see how well arm rolls here, and then uh, I'll let you know. Alright, so this is what confront again. Uh, Yes, because technically there's not an open. So that's a nine. All right, you get uh, to pick one. Yeah, throw a fall balance, create an opening, but I do take the brunt of their attack. 
Uh, although I'm ranged, so I don't know how. So anyway, um, one. Uh, fuck. I'm gonna go with. I roll with the blow and take one less harm. Okay. Um, are you aiming for anything in particular, or just him? Him. All right. By this point, he's dropped the hammer, but it's still got some of that weird oozy stuff on it. Um, you're gonna be able to dodge most of it, but you're still going to take one harm from acid that seems to have either fallen off of the hammer or has just pulled from the fight in general. Well, that's horrifying. That's because anything that drips is probably bad news. That's fair. That puts me at three harm. I think you're both at three. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll get to see what happens with minor and major, I'm sure, very soon. Because uh, you, you said you wanted to try and avoid incoming danger, Jesus. I said I wanted to counter-throw him, because that's what that is, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's an opening, so if you roll well enough at this, I'll let you chuck him. Because I can tell you right now, he's going to chuck you into the fire if you don't succeed it. Yeah, I, I figured. Alright, uh, I'm gonna use physical violence here, so I guess I'm gonna use uh, iron. Let's see I cannot take any more contamination. You know, roll a mercury, because oh, no. you're going to basically dodge the damage, and if you do well enough at dodging, you can you can use the opening to attack. Okay. But first and foremost, you just don't want to go into the fire. Nine. Right. I might not go into the fire. <laughs> By that, you mean four? Oh, no. I I didn't see that. Okay, well, uh, hopefully the next generation will do better. So, he's chucking you into the pit. Okay, I say pit. It's, it's like this pipe. You're not actually going down. But you're definitely going no. into a fire. And you need to deal with the fact that if you don't take any wounds, you're going to take four harm. Well, I'm gonna be horrendously burned, obviously. So I, I think that counts as a as a a something. Um, yeah, minor wound. Um, let's see here. So with your armor, you would normally take minus one to harm, and then from being half dead, I believe minus one two uh two harm that you need to deal with. So, so I'll, I'll take a major wound of being burned. All right, and you can take a major wound, so that's minus three harm, and then one of them will scorch your armor. So you're not taking damage, but you also need to tell me, are you going to take fleeting advantage on your next attack and frenzy, or are you going to play dead in the fire and hope it ignores you? I'll frenzy. I feel like <laughs> it'll be more scared of uh, me after I am on fire. That seems pretty logical. Yeah, you know that trope with uh, what's worse than a zombie chasing after you? A zombie on a fire. flaming zombie. Yes, that's you now. Uh, Sigismund, your ticket to riches has been chucked into a fire. Man. Doggo is barfing. It's barking, by the way. <laughs> also, <laughs> the actual riches that. are also on fire. No, but this probably isn't great for the books in the in the library. Uh, I'd like to try stabbing Hammerman again. I'm gonna confront the hell out of his neck. Uh, let's see here. I believe there's actually still an opening. Oh. Well, I'm gonna strike Right, him. because there's an opening because Emilio missed. Right. Alright, uh, I'm going to strike the crap out of his neck, which is iron. Okay. Eleven. That destroys the quality. Oh, man. I hope this guy's a fucking regent and not, like, you're not a regent, an <laughs> acolyte, and not just some fucking mook. He's a pretty big mook, so at least an elite. And he's also had the help of whoever the fuck lit this fire, because you don't know who did that. It's a castle. It just happens. It's like how you that... can set Alexa to, like, turn on your heating and stuff. You know, you could be more wrong than you are, and I'm mad about it. <laughs> also, don't use IoT thermostats. Just don't, don't do it. Don't do that. This is my PSA from Garnbreak 1. Don't do that. Alright. Just remember, 
whenever you're thinking of doing it, just don't. All right. You you stab him, what did you say, in the neck? Yep. All right. Dude's already taken a lot of damage. His entire arm is gone. His hammer's gone. And you just hear a grunt. And he's going to also fall into the fire. You want to give me a dodge, Amelia, so you don't get landed on? Or at least see how well... Okay, you really don't want to be I in this flip fire. Over him. I flip over him with the magical dexterity that I've never displayed before. You you dig your claws in as he's losing balance and fling him into the fire and use him to leap out of it yourself. Okay, can I suplex him into the fire and then roll out? And by roll out, you mean roll out the flames? Sure. Yes. Uh, Doggo's gonna run up to you, by the way, and, and sniff you, whining, because Brenda wouldn't in the fire, and that's never... I smile. I, I restrain myself from petting the doggo because, like, I was just in a fire, so, like, my hands might be actually super hot, and I don't want to hurt the doggo. Super hot. All right. I should have seen that coming. <laughs> All right. By the way, I should mention you can still hear the buzzing of bees outside. They're just not coming at the moment, but the the area that you were in with all the windows is close enough to the forest that you can still well surely the fire will attract them so i'm just not gonna deal with that uh let's go get weapons that seems like a good idea now yeah i would like to uh i'd like to pat uh amelia on the shoulder and encourage her but you know just just a, just a little bit more I'm, I'm sure we've got this ah my burns i'm sorry <laughs> i'm going for stand with me here um, it's fine. Let's just keep going. Okay, go ahead and roll sulfur. Oh crap, my sulfur's number one. Well, then pray you roll better than Karu. No, 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 I Karu, got this. I, I got this. Seven. Seven? Alright. That's a you hit. You pick one. Uh, they heal two harm. Very nice. Oh wait, do you only have a major wound, Jesus? Unfortunately, yes. Alright, I'll heal your latest wound instead, then. Excellent. Basically, slap on some, some burn. Oh no, this is literally just me talking. I'm That's encouraging. Freaky. That's freaky. The power of money. Like, oh, wow, you gave me so much money, my burn went away. Money really <laughs> does solve all problems. <laughs> Alright. Well, all right. deeper into Where's... the fucking labyrinth. The labyrinth? Sure. It's like a labyrinth, but with books. Nice. Alright, do you want to then attempt to travel the labyrinth? Yeah, and uh, when I, what happens when I mark my third contamination? Uh, you get plus one blood, and contamination goes back to zero. Great, so I'm going to do that, and I now have zero contamination and one blood. Make sure you write that down somewhere. Yeah, uh, it's a seven. Wait, I marked contamination for that. Fuck, that's still a seven. <laughs> Alright, and by the way, are you are you looking to find anything specific, or are you just going deeper into the castle? Oh, I kind of hope to find some, like, horrible chemical medical stuff that I could throw on either me or my dear friend. Alright, uh, you heard Hammer Time talking about how he was going to get a bonus for checking him back into the factory where he belonged, so... Also, getting his arm fixed, which might be oh, more yeah. important yeah. at the moment. Yeah, that sounds great, let's go to that shithole. Okay, that, that'll go great for you guys. So, you go back yeah, into... Yeah, great so far. The dope room where everything is gold and obsidian and marble and beautiful. And on fire? And no, no, it's just a fireplace, guys. It'll be fine. It's built for this. It's got probably like flame bricks or whatever lining. It'll be fine. So you're telling me the swag room is built to get lit? Don't make me throw you in the fire. Thank you, Hazy. Okay. <laughs> I hate you all. All right. You find a, 
uh, an area that seems to be less esoteric in terms of books and more um, how to light the fire, how to put the fire out. How to make sure the fire doesn't spread? What to I'm do if the fire does spread? To, uh, how to put the fire out real quick? All right, it's gonna tell you that there there are some levers near the fire pit that if you turn the correct ones and flip some, that the fire will die down. All right, I'm gonna make sure Hammer Bro is dead before I do that. All right, uh, how how do you want to do that? Is he still screaming about being on fire? No, but it smells kind of like. Yeah, you know what, like, if he was alive, he'd be screaming about being on fire. I'm just gonna, just gonna trust that he's been sufficiently weakened, that he will no longer be a problem. And then, uh, just leave it on just a few more minutes. Alright, Sigismund, you are, you, you've discovered some more stuff, but you're still not really sure how to get to the net, get to the factory. Alright, what horrible things have I found, then? Uh, let's see here. I am trying to find out if I have to give you actual relics. Or if I can just say you got one. Because I'm sure there's at least a couple in here. And knowing your character, you would in fact want these. Yeah, they're important. They're important to some. They're important. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm going to say that you find the largest tome in there. And it seems to be a bunch of instructions for different types of rituals. Interesting. So I'm going to give you relic plus one. Alright. Your relic is basically an instruction. Neat. I wonder what I can do that for. Probably nothing. I mean, <laughs> uh, Amelia, what do you want to do? I'd like to turn off the fire so that we have some kind of escape should everything go to shit, which I have every reason to believe is definitely going to happen. I then mean, I'm going to go try to find Sigis. I'm sorry? Hello? You want to try and what? Oh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn off the fire. Oh, yeah? Because that'll give us an escape should everything go horribly wrong. Alrighty. And then I'm going to try to uh, find Sigis. Wherever he's wandered off to. Alright, so I guess are you trying to hide or are you just perusing? Perusing. Okay, it's not that hard to find him. Um, you guys do have two hold, by the way, that you can either um, continue traveling or you can also, to get more hold, or you can use two to find an exit in the next area. Uh, let's go ahead and try to find the next area, Garn. Uh, maybe we should spend one of our holds to retreat to a safe camp. And then try and heal up our injuries. That that actually sounds like a much better plan. Let's do that. Yeah. We retreat. Okay. Alright, we'll spend one hold on that. Alrighty. And you guys gonna go back to the sparring area where you were, and there's a door that you didn't notice before, and once you open it, there's just very sparse table, bed, and cabinet with some basics. Cool. Excellent. The save room. There is not a giant crystal in here! No, that was no, the cabinet from Revenue. Anyways, um... Uh, Zeus, I think you have higher chalices than me. Do you want to roll for rest and relaxation? Yes. Uh, as for higher chalices, I doubt it, but fair. I'm at negative one. Okay, I, I guess technically I have higher chalices than me. Uh, yes. Seven? Seven and nine. Pick two right. of the options. Age six. Uh, your options are you may heal all harm. Or, sorry, each explorer may heal all harm. Each explorer may heal all wounds. Each explorer can repair or resupply. Each explorer may form a new covenant or basically raise an existing one, and the regent's clock does not tick down. I feel like I should explain that before you choose. So the regent's yep. clock has, think of the uh, Trivial Pursuit game where you've got the little circle with little pie spots, pie spots, pie slices. Uh, it's got six ticks. When the clock hits six, all hell breaks loose. Um, you know what, Garm, give me, just give me a straight two. 
11. All right. So in your perusal of the books, you seem to have found one that says, what can I do to help the castle? And in reading through it, you can get rich off of this place, but if you do not stop the regent, the regent seems to want to increase storm activity, create volcanoes, and eventually devolve humans so that they can be hunted properly. Man, fuck that. And so in this case, when the regent's clock hits six, that's what's going to happen to all of you. By all of you, I mean all of you plus the world. I've already been devolved. This isn't fair. This this place is a, is nothing if not completely fucking extra. You're going to devolve even more, just like in that Voyager episode. You're going to be a lizard in no time. Awesome. Uh, well, Horrible. funny you should say that. Amelia's already started. Lizard. The You know how their family keeps looking funny? They keep uh-huh. drinking strange things or tainted water within the forest. Uh, tainted with runoff from the castle. And it seems to be what keeps changing. We should stop that, but we won't. It's just tradition. I mean, you've been using that river for ages for drinking water, and you don't actually get sick from it. It doesn't, you know, give you, you know, stomach pains. It doesn't make you fall ill, black, and die like it does some of the townspeople when when they find other water sources. So it's never made you sick. It just does some strange things to to you over time, you know? Just just makes you a freak mutant. Gotcha. Yeah, but you won't get cholera. It'll be fine. That's a pretty decent trade-off. At the moment, because you all ran away from the bee, the clock is at one out of six. I think I should, I think we should heal a little harm. I, I think uh, that that's fine. Uh, you get to pick two of them, so. Oh. Uh, I think we should heal, like, both of our harms? So all harm will be healed for all of you, and that's one thing. Okay, and then, uh, let's stop the clock. From ticking once? Yes. Alright. Um, alright. Uh, by the way, Doggo would also like to heal harm and do so. And seems to be tilting his head. It's almost as if to ask, "Guys, dead now? We we go go outside play, right?" No, no, bees outside. Bees will sting us if we go outside play. Look, I'm sure Oprah will leave you alone if you leave them alone. I'm not but so sure. You're determined to go deeper into the castle, huh? Of course. That's why we came here. We've yet to find the treasure. Doggo, and you mentioned treasure, and Doggo just takes you to. Once you are done relaxing, takes you back to the the beautiful room and library, and just points you at the uh, basically the speaking area where you would put a pulpit, and you see many many golden statues of wolves of um, twisted figures. You're not really sure what they're figures of, but they used to be human. Hey, look, the treasure! Excellent, good work, Dago. Now we can leave. Sigismund. I don't. I don't think that's enough treasure. I think. I think we could take this whole place for ourselves. I look down to like my barely recovered, still like burn mark covered body. And I'm like about that, Sigus. Um, I'd like you to reconsider. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it'll be. All right, if you say so. You are the smart one after all. <clears throat> I should not have been drinking then. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia, do you want to try traveling the labyrinth this time? Sure, what could possibly go wrong? She said food. So what goes wrong? Alright, so you look for the next area, but throughout the entire time, Dago is pulling at your your pant leg or robes and trying to pull you back towards the bee and uh, barking a lot. The buzzing seems to be louder. You may not want to stay in this area for too long. I leave this area because <laughs> so far the bees are, are like clearly the biggest threat. 
you get the feeling that the bee's role is not quite so much to make honey as it is to just be a nuisance and guard the castle. If we fail that roll, do we just not go anywhere, or...? Uh, you do not gain a hold. I don't want to go to the bee. I want to go somewhere else. Can I give it another shot? Sure. I mark contaminating again. <laughs> Alright. Six? Six! Six is still a failure. It's still a failure, but you have gone further away from the, the humming of the bees, and you have found what looks to be a hallway full of pictures drawn, and they are things like person, person walking under ladder, X, person walking around ladder, check mark, person walking on top of the roof of the shed, X, person walking top, on top of the roof of the shed with a rope tied to them, and then tied to part of the check and just seems to be in general guidelines for how not to die is there any useful knowledge in there uh it has been 26 days since the last incident (laughs) though it might need to be changed to zero at this point with the fire yeah and the bees bees. and that warden who we beat up yeah would you like to try once more yeah Uh, i'll try all right I'll check off a point of contamination. That brings me up to three, so I think my blood is contaminated now. You are now the proud owner of one blood. Hooray! Clap, 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 clap. Uh, if you're marking contamination Nine. for it, that should roll one more. In case it's higher than That's amazing. <laughs> that, well, you you two have plus one hold, so you are at two hold. And I am amazed that you've rolled so many fours, but it's congratulations. More, it's more denizens or traps. It's God. true. So... You walk further down this hallway of regulation, and you see a lot of cleavers on the wall and broken glass on the ground. They're screaming in the distance, and now that you look around more, you notice that there are bodies crawling away from the room you're heading towards. I'd like to go investigate the room that we're heading towards. (laughs) Sounds great. Uh, so is that... Would you like to... Basically, bum rush the door. Are you gonna do it stealthily? Just I'm, not a I'm gonna do this stealthily for once in my life. So, would you like to? Would you like to use the see clear move to try and read which is what is probably dangerous? You know, before we do that, actually, I would like to uh, draw on the power of that um, the book that I found earlier and try to learn a spell from. All right, what would you like to be learning? Uh, apparently, like for something specific. Um, I mean, apparently, you tell me what it does. I don't know what page you're looking at. Uh, the move is page 16 of the handouts. Uh, when you draw on the power of a potent item or ritual site, it rolls sulfur. On a hit, mark contamination and learn a spell. Uh, oh, a drink have... deep. Yes. That's what I was looking for. I'm like, what the hell? Alright. Uh, when I cast it. Ah. I get contamination, so I'm once again at one contamination. Amazing. First cast. <sighs> Alright, so this spell book was rituals of how to help the region, basically. And, let's see here. You're gonna need it when you cast it you're going to need an action to do it but you can either rip the ground apart and make a chasm or you can make a very strong wind neat like i said it is going to take some prep work but yeah sounds good Alrighty. then i'm gonna try and read a dangerous situation i guess dangerous yeah all right sorry jesus can we just appreciate that we rolled five fours in a row that's all our fours uh that is a seven all righty uh, you have a list of questions you can ask. You get to pick one. Uh, I, I, am I to assume there are enemies there? 
Yeah, you can assume that they're enemies because creatures seem to be crawling away from them. Okay, uh, what here is valuable? Alright, see here. Based on the books that you've been reading, the hallway you just walked through, you are coming up on some sort of mix of a lab or factory, but not a factory where they make things, a factory where they make creatures, change creatures. It is the region's deep desire to make humans into the hunted one, and there's there are going to be things in there that allow them to alter human in some way. Oh, well, that's horrifying. So either the knowledge or equipment in there, you're not sure which. Maybe I could made into a regular human again. I could be a beer boy! Or made weirder. I mean, at this point, I'll take either. I mean, that's probably good, because you're probably gonna... Yeah, I think. Would you like to, uh, to travel further in? Well, we haven't found what we're looking for yet, which is, uh, for me, personally, the, the thing that lets me control my powers. And I'm willing to bet that's in the factory. Yep. It seems likely. Someone want to so... give me a plus blood for traveling the labyrinth? Yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> uh, that is a 12. Hot damn, alright. Get plus one hole. Is that plus a three, finally? Yes. So, uh, you can spend a hold retreat. One hold for a safe camp retreating, two hold to get to the next ward, and three hold to find the acolytes. Alright. But for now, we arrive at somewhere that contains something valuable or useful. Alright, well, until then, you are reaching, and I shit you not, this is what's in my notes, the pain nexus, which that, sounds lovely. That doesn't sound valuable or useful. Is that where the Cenobites live? I think so. Where what? Mm-hmm, uh, never mind. And you see a whole mm. bunch of half-sewn-together things tied up mostly screaming. So it is where the Cenobites live. Awesome. You and I have very different definitions. But there are cleavers everywhere. There's basically patchworks for putting together things. This is probably where, where Hammer Time was going to go get patched up quite little. And there are piles of herbs laying around. And you both recognize them as herbs that seem to dull the senses or dull pain. Well... Dulling pain seems useful. I'll take some of that uh, with me as I continue on through this castle. Yeah, sure. Why not? Congrats, you got drugs. Much easier than the health curses. Are you going to eat them, or are you just going to carry them with just in case you need them later? Carry. Uh, They're for later. (laughs) I love how everyone thought that that would be, of course, obvious. Um, Dago's still got his tail between his legs and seems nervous about going this way. And yes, Dago has been following, just been a little bit slow going, trying to avoid all the broken glass. What a good boy. And you can hear some more chanting, and the sounds of whips. Mostly the sounds of whips. That's just... Well, fuck the pain, Nexus. Should we spend our three-hold and go find the Acolyte Sanctuary, Jesus? That seems about right. I didn't want to find out what the pain, Nexus, really was about anyways. <laughs> I feel like we should leave before that happens. Yeah. Alright, so let's see. Hold. Ah, one moment. I'm worried about the acolyte. I'm also very worried about the acolyte, but you know, we, we reduced our harm. Uh, we're ready. You know, we're both at zero harm, uh, and I think zero wounds as well. Blunderbuss yeah, is reloaded. Yeah. I can we're, we're about as ready as we could theoretically yeah. be. For an acolyte? Sure. 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 Okay. I just need to make sure that the clock wasn't going to take from move. Luckily for you all, it does not. Alright, so you're going past the pain nexus. And into a corridor that has some more stained glass. They're objectively very beautiful. They are well made, very shiny, uh, different colorations, complex. And they all seem to be examples of torture methods, all of them. And as you go down the hallway, you can hear roaring 
more whips. Are you trying to scout the area, or do you want to attack as well? At the point? Would probably do as well to try and figure out what uh, what's going on before we just run the all murderous. Okay. Yeah, this hasn't really worked out well for us so yeah. far. So you stop to look at one of the stained glass windows, and you can kind of see through part of it that's just like yellow colored, and there are rows of cultists working on a bunch of test subjects. There's one that's floating in what looks to greenish, yellowish. Maybe that's just the color of the, the pane you're looking through. But some sort of liquid. There's one that seems to be testing with um, fire to see how, how much pain they can endure. There's more of those herbs that you picked up, basically feeding it to them and then seeing how much it works. And in the back, beyond all that, there are huge vats of strange liquids. Strange liquids, you say? Do, do any of them match the strange liquid that I drink to control my powers? Let's see here. One vat has some very, very bright greenish-yellow liquid, and it's pretty, pretty watery. Almost like, looks like really crappy beer. It's like just the wrong color. Um, one of them is dark red, almost black and seems similar to the stuff that was dripping off of the hammer that you encountered, so it's probably acid. There's one that is completely orange and super goopy. There's bubbles coming up it, but they're super slow. And then there's one that is a similar color to the stuff you took, but doesn't seem to be quite fit. All right, so this is clearly where it's made. Uh, I'll keep note of that. Ah, excellent. In due time, it will be finished cooking, and then I will be able to consume it to control my powers once Thanks. Um, I will ask, before we go into the next bit, Garm, should I take a break? It's been about two hours? Uh, if you guys want to, we can, yeah. I would it's up not, to you guys. I would not be opposed. Okay. Um, uh, cool either way, so. Yeah, well, I'll take a break. I'll grab some more water. And All right. Oh, God, excellent turn off thing. Ah, we'll be back in just a few minutes. <laughs> And we're back. Whee! All right, so you, you've done your scouting. You've found horrific things going on. The dog doesn't like this. You as explorers and players don't seem to like this much. Uh, what, what do you want to do about it? Murder? Like, is Murder there, sounds like a good plan. Yeah, is there, like, some kind of authority figure we can see? You know, somebody with, like, giant spikes on their shoulders and a whip in each hand and, like, horns or something? Uh, oh, you want to know who the boss is? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Unfortunately for you, you do not see one, but you can tell that all of the hooded figures seem to be the ones commanding shambling flesh. And yes, that was supposed to sound her. All right, well... Yeah, about that. If we can kill the uh, the hooded ones, we don't have to worry about the shambling flesh pits. Yeah, I'm going to fire my blunderbuss at as many of the hooded ones as I can. Through the window? Fuck that shit, yeah. Yeah. I can't sell a window. Alright, you and I are gonna have a talk about stained glass windows, but alright, do you want to use the confront action? Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, alright, give me a plus iron. That's a uh, seven. Alright, seven. This makes a horrifically loud shattering noise. Some of that glass is gonna fall on top of you because you just shot through a fucking window, so you're gonna take one harm from that. Alright. And, uh... Wouldn't the glass, like, go the other way if you shot? Yeah, but it's being held up by what amounts to lead pieces, and yeah. it was much, much taller than you all. The The bits that he shot out are going forward, but the bits that got knocked loose are falling on top of you. 
Also, thank you very much for the $10 donation angle. It is highly appreciated. Hearts! Garm, would you like to uh, to pick one How, for uh, your confrontation? Yeah, I'll, I'll take one less harm. Okay, so you probably saw this coming. You put up uh, your cloak so that it just bounces off of that instead. Yeah, it's just more artistically broken. Um, yeah. All right. Congrats, you've created an opening. They seem to have paused what they're doing and are looking around because they did not create this boomstick of a blunderbuss and don't really know where it's coming from. Do I do I harm them? Uh, so was reading through during break. You need to create an opening before you attack to deal damage to the quality. Right. Do I create an opening? Yes, you do. Cool. Well, immediately. And with that opening, I'm going to go ahead and uh, unleash my inner beast, charge in, see how many of these guys I can shred down before they become a problem. Would you like to go through the window, or would you like to go around down the staircase? You see, going around sounds like it'll take a long time and kind of ruin my whole surprise advantage. So I'm just going to run through the window. Okay. Um, yeah, sure. Give me a plus iron, since I assume this is physical force. Sounds about right. Seven. Alrighty. On a hit, equality. Opening is gone. Alright. You have seemed to enrage the cultist, because now that you look around, the only difference between you and the other test subjects is you don't have nearly as many patches on you. The, the fleshy beasts around you seem to also have claws and teeth, but only on half of their limbs. And they're not alright. Uh, maybe you're going to find out because the, uh, the enemies are going to be dealing plus one harm for the rest of the fight. I'm sorry. Good luck. I'm beyond luck at this point. All right. Uh, that's fine. I'm going to take one less damage. Sigismund? Uh, I'm going to reload my, my blunder. I'm yeah, kind of safe up here. I was going to say you're going to stay up there. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, if there's one thing I've learned from this week of playing tabletop games, it's that the best thing to do is leave an ally 20 feet below you to get attacked by several things while you stand up top and fire effectively. <laughs> um, so I'm going to reload my gun. Alright. As you do this, the cultists seem to look at each other, and a bunch of them grab the herbs around them and just start cramming them down their, their gullets. And this frenzied action seems to knock up a whole bunch of dust, pollen, and... Uh, it, there's so much of it, it's starting to, to cloud the area and make it hard to see. And I guess in your case, Amelia, it's kind of hard to smell much of anything other than this dust. What do you want to do? Sorry. Well, the dust is probably a problem, but uh don't have time to deal with that. So I'm going to try to find more of the cloaked figures. I figure if I can take them out, then uh, maybe the Mies won't kill me with those weird times. Okay, are you looking to use the line it up and find a weak point, or would you like to confront the danger head on and create your own opening but possibly take more harm? I'm gonna try to create an opening so that Sigis can shoot it. Alright, you can either roll plus glass or plus iron, depending on how you want. Alright, I'm just gonna I'm gonna grab one of the uh, cloaked figures and just kind of toss them where he's kind of alone and easy to shoot. Alright. Was that plus iron or plus glass? I can't tell That's you plus that. iron. Well, my glass is a minus two. Oh, sorry, yeah, okay. One. Probably don't use that one then. Let's see. So you're going to take the through. Alright, so you can pick one in between. You're going to take less harm from their attack. You are going to be the only focus of their attention. Or your mind is steel and will not mark contaminate. I'll, I'll take one less. Okay. So, as you 
pick up the one cultist to throw them. They are going to pick up one of the vials of the black stuff that you are oh so familiar with and basically cover you with it. And that's going to two harm. And it is also going to continuously burn you until you... That's horrifying. Sigismund, there is an opening. I would like to take advantage of that opening and fire a gun at it. That's a, that's a 10. You're, you were aiming for the one cultist that was tossed over to the side. Yep. All right. Congrats. That's one fewer thing. That one. All right. Uh, they seem to be directing the fleshy bits, and a couple of them are starting to run towards the. Well, that's terrible news for me. <laughs> I mean, it could I'm be gonna better. try to walk off the staircase. All right. Um, I would actually call that a stand with me. You're gonna try and rescue them from some of the the fleshy monsters. Give yeah. me a plus sulfur. Seven. Right. You're going to be able to stop or at least slow down a couple of them, and now only one of them is going to make it towards the, the stairs. The other ones are confused because why are you helping? This is going to get them all into trouble. Don't you know how this works? I am not one of you, I say. As I, as I try to lead an uprising of fellow fleshy monster monstrosities. If we can just take them down, we will be free. You can't unionize the fleshy monsters. Uh, at least that's what they hope. Oh, can't I? If I can rebel against you, all of us can rebel against you. I tried to intimidate the cultist. Uh, the, the cultist is going to take a cleaver off of the wall and point at you and scream, This one still speaks. Cut out his tongue. Oh, that's not that's not necessary. You don't need to do that. And now suddenly you know why the others haven't been coordinating and unionizing quite so well. They have no ears. Fuck. Okay, that's a problem. Um. I mean, they're missing a lot other than that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, this might affect my plan. Uh, Sigmund, how do you want to deal with the thing that you can definitely hear getting very close to you and is probably going to like tackle you? I'd like to stab it. Oh yeah, you have a dagger. Yeah, I would like to confront it. Okay, you go for it. Uh, so that is... An All right. It um, is going to tackle you, by the way. Yeah. And let's see. Uh, I'm going to pick roll with the blow, take one less. All right, which is probably a good thing, since it was dealing one extra harm from uh, the first time that you blasted everybody with your, your buckshot. The system so works? instead of... Sorry? The system works. <laughs> so instead of taking three harm, you're going to be taking two. Good lord. All right, I take two harm. All right. Congratulations. There is an opening for, uh, there's an opening, but I will say it's on the upper floor, not the floor floor. Amelia, what, what would you like to do? Well, um, unionizing isn't going to work. I guess back to violence. Violence is the uh, solution to most things here. So the, the one with the cleaver, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to, uh, I want to do this. How far away is he? Uh, about half of the room's length. All right. You can get to him uh, how many... if you run at him, but you can't reach him. How many monsters are between, like, how many other cultists are there in the room? Is it just that one? How many cultists are there? Uh, a couple got blasted by the first shot. There's maybe three cultists? All right. Uh, is that the nearest one? To you, probably. Yes. Okay, cool. I'm going to try to rush at him, and I'm going to try to claw his tongue. Because, you know, poetic justice. All right, you would like to confront your danger head-on. Give me a plus iron roll. Ten. Hot damn. All right, uh, you are going to create an opening within the cultist. And uh, here, 
oh no, right, you were burning. So you're going to be taking uh, two regular harm and two acid harm. One regular harm, because I'm definitely taking one less harm. Alrighty. Actually, you get to pick two because you rolled a ten. Can I choose take one less harm twice? No. Oh. In that case, uh, one second, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be fearsome and commanding. They will only focus on me. That's fair. Uh, let's see here. I will tell you to mark a contamination, though, because you are still covered in acid. That's also fair. I mean, there might be some more acid on that cleaver, but honestly, there was enough on you before you're not quite sure. All right, there are openings everywhere. Uh, I would like to take advantage of the opening on the guy who is tackling me. All right. Uh, so that's going to be iron again, because I I am a knife man, apparently, despite being a master. That is an 11. Okay, knife man. Let's see here. You stab through some of these stitches, and it seems that his leg just pops off. And while he's still sort of flailing at you, it doesn't look like it'll be, uh... You aren't going to get tackled again anytime soon by this one. Well, that's good. All right. Amelia, what the fuck, unionizer? Failed. Unionizer. Yeah. What would you like to do, failed unionizer? All right. So, uh, have I ripped out this one's tongue yet? Because that's clearly the biggest trait. Is oh uh, yes, yes, you've ripped out his tongue. But I turn to the other cultists. I'm like, if I can't speak, no one can speak. Now then, lay down your weapons and surrender. (sighs) Um. Let's see here. You know, I'm gonna call that a face the horde from exploration. Give me. Give me a plus iron. Actually, no, you're talking at them, aren't you? I mean, I'm also being scary and coming at them with vaguely holding a cleaver. Do you want Do you want to be mostly scary, or do you want to be mostly trying to convince them with, with your words? Uh, I'm mostly scary. I feel like that will be more convincing than my words. My words are not very good. All right, then give me a plus iron. All right, that is an eight. Ah! All right, eight. So pick two, either one they roar back and you suffer some harm or you get some contamination or you end up in a risky position or there are more coming. All right. So um, I'll take a contamination Okay. and I'll end up in a risky position. All righty. So you are trying to convince these cultists to back down, but as you do so, they seem to have you encircled. There are fleshy dudes behind you cultists in front of you with whips and cleavers and the dust seems to be doing something with your head. All right uh I'm noticing that I'm feeling horribly off and that I might actually not be able to handle this the way I would hope I would be able to so I decided I I should end this quickly Uh, instead of going the pacifistic intimidation route I should just just kill them with my claws so I'm going to rush them all right would you would you like to confront them or uh would you like I'll to confront them okay basically do you want to face the horde or do you want to confront and make an open i'll confront one at a time all right plus iron six all right they are going to whip at you keeping you away and one of them grabs onto your wrist with a whip sigismund things could be going better for your party the dog's whining at you not really sure what to do i'd like to regret taking a reload on my gun that was a dumb thing to do. Um, I'm going to head downstairs and see if I can find something worth stabbing. Any openings down there? Unfortunately for you, no. Alright, uh, I'd like to size up Johnny Whitman uh, and see if I can locate a weak spot. Yeah, that's my plan. Alright, give me a plus glass. Uh, so that's a 10. 
Excellent. Uh, pick one from the list for line it up. Also, I just realized I fucked up some of my iron. Sorry. I had the wrong modifier on them. Uh, I'm going to go with the foe makes me its highest priority and re then regret that for the rest of this combat. Alrighty then. Johnny Whitman seems to have grabbed Amelia and now this idiot with the boomstick has run down. He doesn't know that you have to reload it and seems to be hellbent on trying to take you out now. Oh boy. I'm going to exploit that opening. Uh, Alright. I'm going to go ahead and uh, unleash the hor horrible powers of uh, my bestial lineage to strike at him. Yeah, definitely mark contamination, but go for it. Yeah, that's one more blood. I love how you two fight over how much blood you get. We're just yeah. keeping track. I'm at like one contamination and one blood, I think. Eight. I'm at two blood and uh, no contamination. Alright, here. The pollen seems to have died down, so you can see. And once you can, you leap for his throat. And no one is going to cage you. Let's see. As you essentially pounce on this cultist, uh, the whip goes flying out of their hand. And um, it is going to smash open the light orange tank, basically hit it, and the super thick, goopy orange liquid is to start flowing out of it. All right. I'm just going to push him towards the... All right. So there's goop. Uh, I'm going to reload my gun. That's fair. Two of the fleshy beasts seems to seem to break off, and they have now completely ignored you to start eating the orange goop on the ground. Well, that's even the dog, fun. even the dog has come down and is starting to eat, starting to sniff and lick at the orange goop. Oh, that's bad. What, what? What do you want to do about it? Do you want to uh, blast more holes dog. into the orange goop vet? Uh, I pick up the dog and take him away from the orange goop. Yeah, I'm going to need you to roll a plus iron to do that. The doggo does not want to leave. I will not be denied. Eight. All right. You can definitely tell he's kicking at you, even though you do manage to drag him away. He wants to go back and drink the goop. I'm like, no. Bad dog. And I wave my claw at him. Not in a menacing way just now. I don't have fingers, so. Doggo is now borking at you even louder. That's fine. As long as he doesn't eat the goop. The cultists seem to be screaming in a language you're not quite sure of, waving at the goop, waving at you, and then whipping towards the, the flesh beasts to move them away. Uh, one of them has essentially run back the way you came, and uh, now there's only one cultist left, and the fleshy bits are concentrating on the goop. What do you want to do with the cultist? I think it's about time for extreme violence. Or questioning. You should probably question him. Uh, I'm not very That's good at weed, so I just look at Sigus like, Hey, uh, wanna, wanna ask him something? Yeah, sure. You know what? I'll put my blunderbuss up beside his head and go, where's the reach or the acolyte? We're still hunting the acolyte at this point, right? No, you're fighting the acolytes. Okay, great. The acolytes aren't always one dude. That's Sometimes fair. it's a group of dudes. Where's the acolyte? I am the acolyte. <laughs> Give me one. Where's the acolyte? Give me one good reason I shouldn't blow your head off right now. Ha, ha. You might blow my head off, but he'll, he'll succeed. He'll succeed. He'll, he'll have the bees. The bees, the bees will get more. Get more. Well, that's horrifying. I'd like to blow his head off. You know, normally I would have you roll for this, but honestly, that thing is horrific at rain, and I feel like it would just leave a cloud of blood instead. Congrats, you've murdered people? Question mark? I feel like I shouldn't congratulate you for that. But, uh... Is, is this victory? Yes, this is clearly victory. We are alive and they are not. Yeah, you, you guys can mark down that you have a plus one covenant, you two. Great. And uh, you can use this place as a base. 
at the same time, you feel the ground shake beneath you, and a howl pierces the air. Uh, we can also raise our blood. Right. You might as well, honestly. Two blood, one <laughs> contamination. There's nothing that could go wrong from having a high blood score. In this game, uh, um... <laughs> nothing at all. Nothing will go wrong. So under your hand... an hour that, left? Under the, the handouts that say contamination and blood? Yep. Oh, we know. Don't worry. Well, I'm just making sure that the, the viewers know. When you reach blood five, the castle gains control of your mind and takes you over completely, and you become an acolyte. <laughs> Alright, so I'm just gonna increase my blood. <laughs> okay. A smart play. Yep. Just, just making sure y'all know. Alright, well we got an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, and you don't know where the regent is. Yeah. It's okay, I'm at blood three. Now I'm definitely gonna find him. Yeah, do we have to go through like the whole fucking sequence of getting to hold three to find a sanctuary again? Yes. <gasps> You're gonna have to... <laughs> you are gonna have to backtrack a bit and also decide if you want to do anything about the bees that the cultist was talking about how they were gonna get more okay look we don't have time I'm, we're traveling through the labyrinth we're taking out this region and hopefully that'll fix everything yeah okay who's gonna be rolling this apparently it's Jesus <laughs> apparently it's Jesus that's why I got all that blood alright so you are gonna take a bunch of the pre-antidote and you're pretty sure that Sigismund can find you a book in the main library of how to finish it because this isn't the same stuff. You you tried some, it's not doing the same thing, but it tastes really similar. So if you do something to it, you can get it to work. So you, you've made your way back into the, the main hall, and uh, th there's got to be a book around here to, to find out how to the rest of the way. All right, I'm going to see if I can find that. What would the roll be? To find out the antidote stuff? Yes. All right. Uh, what would that be? What was that? Uh, give me a sulfur. Six. Your your ability to tap into the occult, of which this definitely is. Six, you found maybe a dissection? You're not really sure. You're going to need some help from Sigis. If Sigis, Moon... my smart friend. Help me out. Unless Sigis Moon is instead looking for the way to the son of a bitch who's running this joint. No, I'm going to look for the son of a bitch who runs this joint. <laughs> All right, give me plus blood. God, I love blood. Five. God, I hate not having enough blood. <laughs> I sigh. I guess we can probably find it after we kill him. So I will help in the search for the asshole who runs this place. By the way, Nine. while you're while you're looking for the the next asshole, Sigismund, you instead find uh empty treasure chests littering the room. It's the worst kind of treasure chest. And your dashed hopes just distract you from anything else. Feels bad. Amelia. Amelia, you, you look over at your, your smart friend and sigh. He always gets this way when he sees empty boxes. Um, <sighs> it's okay. You, I'm sure the next one will have something in it. You squint, and there seems to be a banner in the back of the stage area. And the banner is flapping in the wind, but there aren't any windows nearby. Hmm. The banner is flapping, and there's no windows. The wind has to be coming from somewhere. So it's either from below or from above. I, I check those. It's not actually directions. true, but sure. You know what? My logic is not very good. Amelia is not the greatest uh, detective. Sigismund, would you, would you like to check out the banner that your friend is talking about? Uh, sure. Tell me about the banner. It is a beautiful banner. It's got gold and silver threads. It depicts a werewolf in the full moonlight. And you see it flapping, and you see 
really, really dark area behind it. And you realize that it's probably flapping because there's an opening there now? Question mark? Potentially haunted. That might sell for more. Nice. I would like to check out the area behind the tapestry. Alrighty then. So, so as you go to the area behind the tapestry, even though you just came from a great hall, you get chills up your spine. It is much, much colder here. The air is much more humid, and it's it's heavy. Along the passageway, there seem to be twisted wooden sculptures of either people in pain. There's one that looks like a large lizard walking on two legs. There's one of a plucked chicken that has on the bottom scribbled man. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> and then there are a lot of statues of monkeys? Men? Monkey men? You're pretty sure. That's clearly untrue. Clearly humans descend from chicken. Minky. Clearly proved. It's pronounced manky and primate. The, the, the doggo, by the way, does not seem to notice that the air is super heavy and his tail is wagging, possibly because you left behind all in the lab. Well, I think it's just because he's a good boy. I mean, but he's much happier now that you've left the lab. It's okay, there will be more creepy sh- Do you want to creep forward, or do you want to, uh... Push onwards to victory. Yep. Alright, so you break into a field, and the doggo starts barking quite loudly, and it's echoing. It's also what looks to be midnight. You can see the sky above you, and it's completely dark. You know that it should be around noon, based on the time that you left for the castle. So either time has sped up, or you're no longer where you were. You're not really sure which. That's unfortunate. It sure there is are... dark for like 3 p.m. Oh, I mean, there, there's the full moon out. That's fine. Oh, uh, the sun looks lovely today. You can also hear uh, bees, but they they sound louder than they were even when you were in the middle of them. Oh, uh, doggo, stay inside. This is no place for you. You're too good for this. <laughs> doggo does not want to, as you point towards there. He seems to think that you are going to throw a stick for him. Do I find anything to throw? Oh, this is a rainfall. There are plenty of things here. I throw a stick, and then I try to close the door so that he stays inside and away there from There is the... no door. There are only hinges. Oh, oh no. Um... But he does grab the stick, and then he brings it back for you. Alright, that's nice. That's good. Onwards towards the giant bees, I suppose. Yep, onwards to the bee zone. Are you looking for any particular or looking out for any? Well, I'm looking out for bees. Uh, personally, that seems like a pretty good idea to me. Uh, yeah. I'm also trying to find, like, if I was the guy who ran this place, where would I be? And it wouldn't be out here, but, you know. You say that out loud, or? Yes, actually. You hear snarling hey, from up above you, somewhere. I think I found them. They're up above, somewhere. Oh, There's, like, a bunch of trees and stuff, right? Can I, like, climb one to see if I can get a better view? Oh, yeah, view? there are trees everywhere. Some of them Excellent. are gone, but the stumps are there. They haven't been cut, though. They haven't been chopped or anything like that. It looks more like they just exploded. So, Lovely. like, some of them, there's just burn marks on the ground, and then, like, a, a tree stump with jagged edges everywhere, like it was blown to bits. And then sometimes it'll just be normal-ass trees. Lovely. All right, I'm going to try to climb one of the trees to see if I can get a better view and uh, figure out where we are in relation to whoever is snarling. By the way, the snarling that you hear is feline in nature, but really, really deep. Um, Doggo seems to be barking a hell of a lot, uh, just kind of jumping up the tree that you are trying to climb. Um, why don't you roll clear to try and read a dangerous, so that is plus glass. 
Oh, sorry. It's all right. Give me a plus glass roll. Uh, all seven. Righty. All righty. So there's a list of questions that you can ask me, and I get to answer you. Uh, questions like, which exit takes me to my goal? What is valuable? valuable here? What can the enemies here do? What should I be on the lookout for? How many questions can I ask? You get one. Excellent. Um, which exit will lead me to my goal? Or in this case. Yeah, which, where do I go? All right. You get up into the tree. You see an area that's got more of the exploded stumps than seen before. And it seems to be a little bit of a more open area. And then super dense brush behind that. You think that that would be where uh, something would, would hide. All right. I will lead Sigus in that direction. Yes. So what's there? Hi. Sorry, joking. All right. The growling has only gotten louder. There is no chance of being stealthy about this because Doggo is only barking louder. Um, suddenly, the, the growling subsides, and you hear a very raspy voice. Pretend this is a raspy voice because I'm not even going to attempt it. Fools, what have you done? You will be the hunted. We will see how well you can do it. This castle is mine. It will not be yours. So you're the asshole who owns this place. Excellent. There's a snarl as you hear no one owns anything. It is your foolish mind to think that is even possible. You will be the first to die. Yeah, I've heard that one before. All right. Now then, I Uh, think you will be the first to die. Yeah, so as you say this, there's a cloud that rolls in that smells sickly sweet, almost like corpse. And if you were going to try and use your freakish animal-like tendencies to try and smell your way out of this, you are very, very mistaken, my friend. You cannot think of anything other than how terrible it smells. It's like when you pass a dead skunk on the road and all of your windows were open. True. As I'm trying to think of some clever threat, I I just stop and just kind of Take a whiff and like nearly throw up. Like, oh god, this this is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Basically, I'd like to take aim at the bastard. You're not sure where this bastard is. It's just sort of echoing throughout the forest. Dang. So you're gonna have to find this bastard first. I'd like to try and find this. All right, give me give me see clear. So plus glass. All right, that's a uh, that's a miss. All right, you still get to ask one. Do what? Uh huh. It says oh, on a miss. Ask one and prepare for the worst. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> I guess which exit takes me to my goal. Or, yeah. Yeah. So, good news is you have found the bastard. Bad news is you found them because they have left off of a tree and on top of you. And you are going to take three harm if you don't do something about it. Well, that's terrible news. Um, I would like to dodge. Alrighty. Plus yeah. mercury. Yeah, plus two in that one. Nift. <laughs> that's a that's a miss. Alright, so you need to deal with your three harm. Uh I think I'm dead. Uh you can take wounds to minimize your harm. Okay. Um yeah, would you like me to give you a rundown? Yeah, I'll I'll take the major wound and minus three harm. Uh and frenzy. Alrighty. So I'm still at two. Congratulations. You now have a very, very angry beast. It is a large four legged animal about 12 feet long, and another 3 feet of tail. Huge fangs. You thought it was a cat from the snarling you heard, but now that you look at it, it kind of looks like a wolf, and you're not really sure which one it is. I step on its tail. Uh, you go to step on its tail, and Doggo tackles you to the ground, and instead starts guzzling up to the huge beast. Ah, shit. Doggo, why? 
huge beast licks it on the head and uh, nudges it back into forest. All right. That, um, that takes away my ideas. Fools. My son has told me what you've been up to. You got your revenge. You have your antidote. Leave this place. Leave me my plans. You, know, you have but right. a few weeks left of your precious earth. You know, if you hadn't told me that, I would have left. But uh, I need Earth. Earth is kind of important to me. It will still be here. You won't. You see, I like being here, actually. Well, I don't really, but, you know. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> you've, you've, you've completely convinced this, this beast of your intentions. And it, it tells you that humans have been nothing but a scourge upon this land. They must be eradicated. Yeah, about that. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Well, I like this one, but you know what? I don't really care much for the rest of them. While this stay. is... Stay here with me. Aid me. Perhaps you will be one of the last to be hunted then. All right. I, I walked next to him as if his ally. Uh, while this is and, going. And uh, I'd, li I'd like to create an opening. <laughs> Give me... Actually, Gar, what were you going to do while this talking was happening? Oh, I was going to try and create an opening. But no. <laughs> Jesus has got this under control, you know, who am I to... Amelia, give me a plus Mercury so that there's a, a stealth and guile in, in this lightning of it. My dice rolls betray me. All right. What happens? <laughs> so you, you sidle up to the giant beast and Popo knocks you down again, borking. The beast above you snarls, smacks you with its tail, and you go flying to the other side of the field. Fool. Uh. You think I haven't How been... is your tail that strong? You think that I haven't been wooed by mortals such as yourself? Pop. Okay, technically I'm not mortal, but... We'll take care of this my way then. You will all die, and then, then my plans will... And, uh, I mean, weren't your plans going to involve us dying? <sighs> it's going to turn to run back into the forest, probably to get more height to jump onto somebody else. Uh, I'd like to confront... Okay. Well, it me like a man. Yep. I'm gonna fire my gun at it. I think the idea is it doesn't want to be anything. Yeah. It me like a cat wolf. Anyway, so that's, uh, so that's iron? Yep. It's bogey. Uh, I got an eight. Did you really need the plus zero? Yeah. I got plus zero for my iron. We, I fucked it up earlier. Anyway, um, I want to pick him. I mean, it's gonna hurt me. That's how this move works. So I pretty yes. much have to take, you roll with the blow, take one less harm. So I'm now at four. Yeah, it seems to, to snarl at you, basically throw a branch at you to bash you in the face with it. So that would be two harm, but you're going to take one less. Okay, so I'm at three now. To... But you did break the branch it was going to jump on top of, so there is an opening while it scrambles back to it. And I'm going to take advantage of that opening. All right, sounds great. I'm gonna how, how would you like to do that? <laughs> bestial bloodlines to try to destroy this foe with... Uh, the dark power that flows through me. Great! Ten? Look at those fours. Four's my lucky number, apparently. Alright. And are you just going to claw at it? Uh, yeah, basically I'm clawing at it with, like, going as far into my tainted as I can. Alright. You hear what is basically laughter. It just says, yes, excellent. Just give yourself over to your bestial nature. Run with me. I'm sure my son would enjoy that. Then we... How are you this calm? I'm stabbing you. Because he has more qualities than the acolytes, and you're going to get fucked. Also, oh, no. you've, you've used your bestial nature against the beast that hates you. I mean, I didn't say I was smart, but yeah, that was... Yeah, I don't know. You, you did rake its 
one of its legs and it seems to be limping ever so slightly on on one of the back legs so there is that ah, i've removed his pounce attack basically unfortunately he's still got the one that does an ass load of damage probably should have aimed somewhere else all right i'd like to tether to make sure he doesn't escape me all right you tether to him and he does not seem to like the idea that you are going to ride him like a common mule and begins a very very high-pitched howl almost like a scream the field is now going to be full of because y'all didn't want to go back again. They didn't seem important at the time. I told you they were probably there for guarding the place. How are bees ever going to come up again? <laughs> so. I think we'd like win the mission, and then when we were escaping, we'd just get killed by the bees on our way out. I mean, that would entirely been possible, too. Seize Moon, what would you like to do about this, this bee-infested problem of yours? Lament the fact that my gun isn't currently loaded. I'd like to reload my gun. Oh, God. All right. So you're going to reload your gun, but at the same time, the bees are going to swarm around you and uh, make it very difficult for you to see much of anything else. They haven't done the thing where they all land on you and pick you up, but that's well within their ability to do so, given how close they are to you. Oh, that's good. Amelia? All right, um, you need to reload your gun. I'm going to go ahead and go for, like, I'm going to try to break his, like, throat, or at least his vocal cords. I don't want him calling in more bees. So would you like to confront th this danger head-on to create an opening? Yes. Okay, give me a plus iron. Six. I have bad news for you. I know. You go for the throat, and it whips its head around, and you fall off of the beast. And luckily, you don't get harmed from it, but it runs towards the trees to climb. You cannot see it. Wait, it runs with a broken leg? Damn. Look, when you're 12 feet long, you don't have to run very fast. That's valid. Megafauna, man. Megafauna. Alright. I'm sorry for uh, talking you to go into this castle. I don't think we're going to make it. The bees. Yes, the bees will definitely kill us. I'd like to confront the bees. Alright. I would like to point out that you could technically flee. Wait, can I face the horde against the bees instead? Uh, yes, but it will not create an opening on the bees. Sure, I mean, I tear through them if I succeed. Yes, I'm just letting you know. Yeah, uh, I'd like to face the horde against the bees and shoot them with my gun. Uh, nine. Nice. Then you get to pick two. I get some on me, mark contamination, which puts me at two contamination, two blood, and I end up in a risky position. Alright, you're in a risky position because you've blasted or gotten rid of a whole bunch of bees, but you are in the middle of the open field with blasted. Sounds like hell. Amelia? Alright, I'm gonna try to Howl and roar at the bees to try to scare them off. I'm going to confront them. All right, give me plus iron. Ten. All right. Pick two. You're either going to take less harm, the foe will focus only on you, or you do not mark contaminate. I will take less harm, and they will focus only on me. All right. They're focused only on you, which means and they are... I'm going to fill up my contamination again, so I'm at four blood. God. So the swarm basically rises up to leave Sigismund alone and is going to then descend on you. But until then, there is a going Okay. Uh, that was an opening on the swarm? Yep. They're like, basically switching targets. I would like to knife the ever-loving crap out of the storm. Swarm. Or thing. Yeah, you know, that doesn't actually make Do I have anything I can light on fire? I mean, you are in a forest. Yeah, I'd like to light some shit on fire. Bees hate smoke. All right. That, uh... I'll give you a plus glass, since that seems to be decent insight. 
precise insights. So that's ten. Nice. All right. Congrats. You have pissed off the bees, and they're gonna go find something else. Hell yeah. Eight bees. All right. We have to track down that massive beast whose leg I broke. Can't have gone too far. Indeed. I'd like to reload. I'd like to travel the labyrinth. Uh, travel labyrinth or sea clear. Whichever one helps me find them. I think I have a better travel labyrinth role, so if I can so, do that, but definitely doing that. This is the text for C clear. Basically, if you roll it, oh yeah, whether on a hit or a miss, you can ask me a question. It's just depending on whether you hit or miss how good the answer is. Oh man, that's a glass roll. That's it's not true. Good. You still get answers right. though if you screw up. Uh, I'll I'll roll it. It's fine. All right, dice. I need your you're gonna help on this one. Eight. Damn. All right, so you get to ask one of the questions up there. Which, oh man, okay. uh, which exit takes me to my goal? Where is he? All right, so you cannot see the regent, but you can see a little gray speck running in and out a certain area of the forest that seems to be Doggo Friend jumping up trees or trying to. I'm sorry, he's Doggo Enemy now. Well, Doggo is probably also barking up the correct tree. Thanks. Helpful. You can't actually see the regent, but you're pretty sure the tree it's in. Alright. I'd like to attack the tree. I'd like to confront the tree, because that's technically a descriptor of the regent at this point. Four things. Alright. And I miss. The tree quakes in fear. Um, you hear a resounding crack above you, as if someone has broken off a good chunk of the tree. Six What would you like to do about this? You just heard what could have sounded like lightning hitting the tree and it breaking in half, or it could have been something else. Uh, I would like to look up to where the tree just broke and see if I can size up the enemy and locate a weak spot. Okay, line it up. Uh, that is a 10. Nice. All right, you find an opening. Where, Where is it? Or what is it? Uh, well, the region's up there and getting ready to whip a fucking chunk of tree at me. Uh, I'd like to... I'd like to create an opening. Um, the the disadvantage I take is the foe makes me its highest priority. Amelia, oh, no. get him! I'd like to get him. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, how would you like to strike at the foe? With stealth and guile? With physical force? With precise insight? Uh, or I think, with I think Amelia. I think Amelia has shown that uh, when, when, when tough gets tougher... She is uh, only up to sacrifice. That is her <laughs> only play. Alright, give me a plus sulfur roll. Got you. And I've taken one contamination for it. Seven! I was gonna say, with that one, you don't even have to take the contamination, because oh. the foe is completely focused on someone else. Excellent! I am not mind-controlled yet. You get a seven. Alright, you are in fact going to destroy one of quality. And I get to pick one. Yep. Oh, no. oh no. So good news is you've destroyed one of its qualities and it's closer it's to being dog. dead. It's the dog. No, the dog isn't actually. No. Uh, the bad news is it has dropped what it was going to chuck at Sig Sigismund for four damage on you. Does oh. more damage if it's dropped than if it's thrown? Apparently, It's yes. half of a tree and gravity still works. I guess. Um, okay, so, so you have to armor. deal with forearm arm. So I have two armor. Uh, that's two damage? Yep, I believe. Alright, let's take that. It's the end game now. I'll take it. Just be glad I didn't pick plus one harm for the rest of the fight. Thanks, bye. <laughs> Alright. Uh, the doggo seems to be very, very pissed about this. And uh, you hear rustling above you as the beast switches trees. 
and then you hear rustling as you feel a thump onto the ground. What are you going to do? I'd like to uh, create an opening by heading towards the thump of the ground. I'm guessing he fell. Would you and, like uh, to do so in a way that gets you harmed or does not get you harmed? I mean, you say it like that, but I'm assuming that uh, I should probably get harmed. No, Seems it doesn't like... really matter. So you can line oh. it up, which allows you to size up the enemy, locate a weak spot, which is plus glass. Or you can confront the enemy and do plus iron, which throws them off balance and creates an opening, but you also take oh. their attack. I mean, looking at my glass, that Okay, I'm going to go ahead and confront the enemy. <laughs> right. And uh, it wouldn't have mattered. That glass mattered, stat, though. Yeah. No. Uh, so, you do not create an opening, but you do find them as they knock you to the ground oh. and, uh, leap towards the open oh, to, man. to take you out. How much damage did they do? Uh, that is going to do three harm. Yeah, I'm going to take a major wound. Alright. Would you like fleeting advantage on your next attack by frenzying, or would you like to play possum and make it focus on your friendo? Nah, I'll frenzy. Okay. So next attack you do, you get to roll three dice to take Sigismund. The, uh, the beast is out in the open now, at least. Great. There's no opening, though. Well, that's great. Uh, I would like to uh, line it up and try and create an opening. Okay. It is a nine. You get to pick what the opening is and then pick two things. Alright, I'm going to pick the opening only lasts a few moments and attempt to use attempts to use the opening without one weapon perk have disadvantage, and I'm going to make that slashing. Or, the hell were the claws? Piercing? The claws? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. The claws tether. Yeah. Oh, that's all they do? Alright. They're also close uh, range. They're uh, close, which is the flaw. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with tether then for the required perk for using it. Okay. Uh, what kind of opening is this? This taking advantage of something with the environment? Is there some flaw in their stance or how they're... Uh, it's taking advantage of one of the previous wounds. Okay. So probably making it... Pointing out the the limp that's more pronounced. Yeah. All right. I rage inch, trying to take advantage that weakened right. limp. Give me three d six plus uh, I guess either iron or sulfur. Sulfur it is. Nah. Wait, no. Three plus. Uh, that would be an eight. eight. Thank God that you had advantage. Yes. All right. Your opening is gone. It only lasted for a bit, but you are gonna take out its ability to climb trees because basically you rip even more into the one leg making it completely useless instead of mostly useless and let's see here you're going after it with your claws aren't you yes all right it's gonna oh, whip its head around and bite your other arm and you're gonna be taking three harm all right i think that's uh that's the end of amelia so how much harm did you have before i had i have three right now okay and i have a major wound Alright, you can take a minor wound to do minus one harm. Which will still put me at a five out of five. Still dead. Uh, so, let's see here. What did I put that on? So you're not necessarily dead, you're just mostly, if you hit Excellent. five harm. I'm only mostly dead. Gotcha. So if you go under, what can I do on my turn, under harm, um, basically minor wound, you get one effect, which I will type out in chat. It's the edge of life, when you're dying, squirtle, die, or be mortally wounded. Okay. Yeah, that's because I hadn't gotten back to that. Uh, normally you can use your, like, death move, but the Founders don't have them. Because oh. you're the Founders, basically. Yeah, that's fair. So, when you take a minor wound, you reduce one harm and pick one of these effects. And then, let's see, here, life is copying. Alright, edge of life, you are on the verge of death, and you can either just die, 
or you collapse unconscious until the current danger passes, i.e. you hope that Sigis Moon can finish it, and uh, you are basically mortally wounded and cannot do anything unless another explorer is 80. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be only mostly dead. That seems fitting. All right. So it's going to bite your arm, rip it basically off, or at least, at the very least, dislocate it, and the shock of the pain is just going to knock you out. All right. Alrighty, Sigismund. This this could be going better for you, buddy. Yeah. On the other hand, it could also be going better for Beastie, who seems to be having a lot of trouble moving around. Yeah, I'm gonna try and uh, line up where the fuck I can knife it and bring this to an end. All right. It's an eleven. Holy shit! All right. You nice. you know where to hit it, and it's from the bad side, probably from behind. All right. You get to pick one. Well, the foe makes it makes me its highest priority, because, well, there's only me. Alright, that's fair. I mean, it could have technically run away, possibly. To... Yeah, well, bring a motherfucker. Alright, motherfucker is going to... Let's see here. Can't run into a tree and drop another tree. Very sad. Um, Alright, it is going to use the last of its strength to pounce onto you, knocking you to the ground. But because it is wounded, this is going to do two harm instead of three. Alright. Uh, I would like to try dog. Alright, uh, that would be Mercury. Okay, fuck. Sorry, I'm apparently not very good at remembering which of my rolls are. Uh, that's a V. Alright, pick one. I, I assume you're gonna pick avoid taking harm, but I'm not actually yeah, sure. Yeah, avoid taking harm. Alrighty. You have avoided landing on top of an exploded stump, which would most certainly hurt your back. Alright. What are you gonna do now that there's a beast right uh, up in your grip? I would like to stab the crap out of Alrighty, stab the crap out of it. Uh, no, I'd like to burn my relic, which will give me advantage. Alright. Which, frankly, I probably should have called before that, but hey. I didn't tell you what happened to it yet, so... Ten. Total. Ten. Holy shit. Alright. It is about to eat your throat out, and as it looms in, you take your dagger, jam it through its mouth, and out the back of its skull. Mind you, your arm is still in its mouth, but it collapses on top of you dead. Holy shit. And yes, it was in fact the last fucking one. Uh, <sighs> so, um, I, I've got some news for you. You, you go over, you, you help Amelia up and start patching up wounds. And as this is happening, the, you hear Doggo bark and then whine and run away. You look over and there seems to be a, a silvery, uh, saucer almost it, it's mostly a flat rock with a divot in it but it is glowing not insignificant and you feel the earth shudder beneath you as you look at this amelia has at least she's still in shock don't get me wrong but you both know that if you stay here the castle will crumble to the ground unless you maybe this thing will help i'd like to take amelia do you want to let him take the thing yeah, Actually, seems fair. wait, what is what are both of your blood stats? Two. Four with two contamination. Fuck. Okay then. So you go me. towards Leave me to die. You to, you go towards getting the thing, and Amelia grabs onto your leg and yanks you back. Amelia, you have never wanted this more than anything else. This will heal you absolutely and completely. It will give you all of the power that you desire. It it will make your dreams come true, but only if you can get to it first. All right, buddy. Time to die. 
Welp. And then cut to blood splatter on a wall. I... What do you mean? I assume Amelia is killing me and taking the grail. Well, I mean, I'm pretty trying. Not in this state, no. Oh, yeah, And I'm can. also pretty fucked up, man. <laughs> yeah, you're both fucked up, so, like... No, I think the, I think the best ending is let it fucking happen. Alright, so you All get right. tossed onto a, a shattered stump. Uh, Sigismund and Amelia, you're, you're gonna go for the, the glowing thing that seems to uh, have I'd, I'd like to end this poetically. After pretty much killing, after dooming Sigis to die, I, I kind of, like, crawl towards the, uh, the thing that will save my life. And as I'm kind of reaching for it, I just kind of pass out from blood loss. Just, like, right out of my fingertips. Oh, no. This thing has and been we... moving. It, it wanted you to want it. So... Yeah, I did want it, but I didn't make it. Oh, oh, don't worry. So, you, with the highest blood, will be granted one wish from the Grail. And I will... I will type these out for you. So you can ask the Grail to give you one wish. You can ask for life everlasting, where you cannot die. You can ask for the resurrection of one person from the dead. You can ask for wealth beyond anything. Insight, world peace, or purification. What do you want? The sick is dead yet? No, just horrified. That's fair. All my life, everyone has said that I am nothing but a monster. And you know what, Sigists? Maybe they were right. But you know what the great thing about monsters are? They can unite people. I'm going to choose world peace. I'm going to create world peace by making all uh, humans uh, decide to, instead of, you know, fighting themselves and having wars and such, go to war with this castle. All right. So good news is that your your others, your family, have a, a better understanding of Sigismund will do their best to honor them or at least uh, not piss them off further. And the castle crumbles to the ground. And your victory is short-lived because as the grail starts shrinking, Amelia, it's you are shrinking with it. It's taking you. Oh, yeah. But, and you know, um... you know that when you come back, and you will, you will be the next regent of this castle. But in the meantime, world peace. I'll take that as a victory. There's world peace. But when you come back, it will be your goal to undo it. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. I, I have faith in my descendants to take me out. Congratulations, folks. You have managed to slay the regent and uh, sacrifice Amelia to to the heart of the castle. We did it. We saved the city. Yeah. <laughs> also, I could not have timed your your near deaths better if I wanted to. Oh, man, that, that was pretty good. great. That was a lot of fun. So yeah, if we end up running this further, uh, I will either have you come back to play the Regent Jesus or get some information on your character for what they would want to be doing. I'd love to do either. Uh, I would be <laughs> honestly super happy. Man, I also don't know when the next one starts. Well, in like 10 minutes, I think. Holy shit. You mean I don't have like an hour left? Thank yeah, God. You pretty much nailed it. I'd like to thank Jay for making an awesome fucking game full of absolute horror and uh fun mechanics yeah jails does a lot of uh, really cool work uh check her out at ufopress.co.uk uh, for legacy which is what this is based on and it's various other variants hell yeah there's a, a post-apocalyptic version um i believe there's more sci-fi one there's a couple of more sci-fi ones uh yeah like one that's kind of western almost not sure there's a lot uh yeah the base ones, I believe, also have uh, Roll20 sheets, so you don't actually have to program stuff. 
like they have nice sheets that have things so that you can push a button and roll things. That's true. Oh, and her new project, uh, Void Heart Symphony, which is kind of a spiritual successor to uh, Rhapsody of Blood, is currently on Kickstarter. Uh, you want to pop that in uh, chat or Twitter or something, John? Yep. Oh, I'm so happy I didn't fuck anything off majorly. I Hopefully. did I mean, we all did, to be honest. Yeah, yeah I, I fucked up, like, all of my rolls. Uh, hey, we got I fucked up, like, half the plot, but I think we can... I just more amused that y'all skip bees as opposed to anything. Bees skip I mean, saves a lot of time. Like that we could... Uh... It's By the, the way, speedrunning strats. Yep. Fun fact: Had you done more digging around in the lab, you would have found out that the lab had trees to serve the castle. And I based it and the surrounding areas off of Brazil, where they created the Africanized honey. And basically, they wanted to make honeybees that were better at living in warmer environments, which they did because they Africanized them. Bees can live great in Africa, where it's also warm. They also made them hella aggressive and. I believe 20 queens escaped the lab in Brazil and have been a nuisance ever since because they're really aggressive and really good at it. And they've made their way through, I believe, the southern U.S. And remember, people, you should never play God. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I based the castle off of. That's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, I just got a little bit of time to kill until the others show up. Or uh, Noble Rot, which should be starting in seven minutes. Yep. Uh, do you want to put us on the... the coming up screen we're already there i'm so smart Alrighty then i'm gonna pop off voice i think um i might pop in later if we're still just before you do leave thank you very much pi for running that session for us you did a great job thanks Uh, thanks for being with us jesus we don't get to play with you nearly as often as we'd like yeah it is really hard with my schedule but i'm really glad i made the time for me too heart and i can't leave because i have to wait for the next game because you're the one that's streaming, question yep. mark? Yep. Alright. So if you have any questions for me, Garm Break 1, feel free to ask them. Or I guess any for the rest of us, and Garm can pass them on. Yeah. I will see you all later, past my bedtime, when I'm going to be in Garm's game. Yeah. Uh, Garm, you for like no- Yeah. Um, if you enjoy what you watch, and you have some monetary cash units to spare, please consider donating. Uh, all the proceeds from today will be split between Carver and I to keep us eating food and, you know, having a place to live and electricity and stuff. Uh, or consider subscribing to the Patreon at patreon.com slash for similar reasons. Or subscribing to us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash which if you're watching us on Twitch, I guess that's where you are. Yeah. And like and subscribe on YouTube. Yeah, and like and subscribe on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, I was gonna say, we don't have, like, an Instagram or anything. We're on Twitter, twitter.com slash RPG. Uh, but yes, we love doing these things for people, uh, and we hope that we can keep doing them pretty much for a very long time. Between this and the maps Carter makes, which you can find on the Patreon, and the interviews I do with with uh, creators like Jay Isles or uh, Audrey Stoles or any of those kind of people, which you can find on our YouTube. Uh, this, oh, Jesus, oh, glory. Um, thank you for the 200 bits. <laughs> Bye. Um, yeah. Uh, the- Funds go to us producing all of this uh, bizarre content people seem to enjoy. I haven't eaten up, eaten enough, and I'm very twitchy, so I'm running out of things to say. You could always review what we just played. Yeah, uh, Rhapsody of Blood, pretty good. My review. Not even a out of ten. Uh, pretty good out of ten. <laughs> all right, so uh, I'm gonna step in here and uh, guard break one, everyone. <laughs> I'm gonna give a longer review. Uh, I feel like it had really good uh, elements to kind of keep the story going. 
I, I never felt like I was constrained by the uh, limited moves we could do. So, honestly, yeah. 8 out of 10. Good shit. Yeah. It has a lot of experience designing this kind of thing, and it really shows. I know that we ran into some, like, confusion about what to actually do when we were playing uh, that Legacy Titanomaki uh, one-shot. And I never felt like that here. I felt like... It felt like there was direction, but not like you are, like like Hazer said, not like you're constrained to, like, here are three things you can do. And, uh, yeah, the, the classes all seem uh, fairly different. They have their own kind of unique effects, which keep the main theme in mind. So that was pretty fun to read. 